Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You know what it is. It is your man, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's start this thing off right. You already know how it goes down. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody, and welcome, 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 welcome to the all-brand-new SE Sunday Showcase with your man, I am the professor from the Voice Sports. I am your Voice Sports reporter all up and down South Carolina. You already know how it goes. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you. We thank you for uh, tuning in, and don't forget Please don't forget, if you ever want to call in, you have something you want to say, uh, anything you want to comment on, even questions, we'll be more than happy to take it. You can call 323-784-9681. Again, that's 323-784-9681. That's right. You know how we always started off, ladies and gentlemen. It comes in nice and easy. We get some calls. We talk about the game of the week. We get into all the spews about what's going on around sports, you know, most uh, specifically football right now, youth football, and that's nine times out of ten what I'm covering. But guess what? This week we have a little special surprise for you. That's right. That's right. I hope. I hope. And I don't want to put it out there too early and, and just talk it into existence. But I'm hoping that I get this young man to call in that I saw play last night, Mr. Zoltan Osborne, number 15, nasty quarterback, just a sophomore, already starting varsity. Hey, listen, he is off the chain. If you don't know, now you know. That man is the real deal. I saw him live and in person and definitely was not disappointed. All right, but you know, as we do, we always get into it. We talk about how uh, the Friday nights turned into Saturday this week. This week's topic of the SC Sunday Showcase in the lab is playing time. That's right, playing time. Is it earned? Is it given? Is it, is it daddy ball? What is it? You know, everybody kind of seems a little different with it every now and then, but that's okay. 
That's okay. Um, let's chime in on it if you can. I'm also Facebook Live for some who don't know, and unfortunately we can't talk together. All right, what's up to everybody out there in Facebook land? We can't bring you all together just yet. I'm just learning. Hey, this is only the third show, but we will definitely, definitely get there. Definitely get there. I appreciate y'all for chiming in. Uh, let's see. Let's do let's do the standing first. We can do the standing first, and then we'll go to the scores because what it is, we'll go right in line with what everything's going on. All right. All right. Here we go. As you know, this is the SCYFA. SCYFA down here in South Carolina. We are the S. E.C. Division. That's right. And we need to start off with 6U, actually, because like I told y'all before, we do have some 6U. All right? 6U, we only have a few, so it's only like the top five, I believe. West Columbia Tigers from the S.C.A.A.U. is up there at number one. Rockburg Elite, R.B.E., that's right. For the NSFL is number two. New Era Hurricanes is number three. Carolina Elite Panthers at number four. And number five, one of my favorite, the Upstate Titans up there in the ACC. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I love what they're doing with their program up there with Mr. Vock Miller. That's right. Vock Miller up there. I, I think I still got some V-Bucks left from a couple of years ago that I got to spend up there in Greenville next time I'm up there. All right, moving on to the AU. There we go. West Columbia Tigers and the SEAAU is number one. Number two, the New Era Hurricanes. Number three, oh, there it goes. Low Country Golden Knights from the SEC. Congratulations to the Low Country Golden Knights for bumping up there from last week. Number four, Columbia Knights. Number five, Woodland Wolverines. Number six, Spartanburg Gators. Number seven, Rockburg Elite. You heard that name before. There they go, almost in the top ten of everything, right? Pay attention. Number eight is Upstate Elite Eagles. Number nine, FD Patriots. Once again, that's a name you're going to be hearing a lot of. Pay attention. And number ten, the NE Wolfpack. The Wolfpack in the house. You already know how it goes down. Moving on, moving on, moving forward. We're going on to the tenue. The tenue is that number one is the North Charleston Raiders, right? Who could have guessed one of those teams that are actually dominating in the 10U and kind of just pushing around and what we call almost bully ball. All right. Hopefully we catch up with Coach Anton later on. If he's not watching via Facebook Live, I'm pretty sure he's going to call in. Uh, we put in some requests to talk to some of these coaches, and we'll see who chimes in. That's why we won't stay on Facebook Live for long. We're just going to give you a little taste of what we're doing, and each week we probably just do the same. Okay, so number one is North Charleston Raiders in the 10U. Number two, West Columbia Tigers. Number three, the New Era Hurricanes. Number four, the Columbia Knights. Number five, Carolina Elite Panthers. Number six, the FD Fort Dorchester Patriots. Number seven, Somerville Swamp Fox, another good name, another good squad. I like what Gary Birdsong is doing over there. Number eight, the Woodland Wolverines. Once again, there comes that name, right? Number nine, Spartanburg Gators, and number 10, the Capital City Vipers. All right, here we go. Moving on and moving forward onto the 12U. Number one is Rockburg Elite, RBE, over there with Mr. Kiki Manchild. All right, Kiki Manchild over there. And I believe they're playing right now, so hopefully we get somebody to chime in a little bit later. 
and uh, give us an update of what's going on with that game. A lot of games were postponed, and we'll get to that here in a minute. So, number one, Rockburg Elite. Number two, the Upstate Titans. Number three, West Columbia Tigers. Number four, Woodland Wolverines. Number five, North Charleston Raiders. Number six, the New Era Hurricanes. Number seven, the Fort Dorchester Patriots. Three times. The up there in the eight, the ten, and the twelve. Now I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, I don't. I don't put this stuff out there. I just read it. Number eight is the Columbia Knights. Number nine, the Carolina Elite Panthers. Number ten, the Dillon County Predators. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And that is your list. And of course, it's not up to full date. Mr. Mook Keenan, the originator of the SC Sunday Showcase that I am definitely uh, blessed to be a part of, has actually put these things out. They come out on Thursday, Friday, the latest. And it's something that, uh, you know, we're kind of like almost a week behind. We're getting all the scores and getting everything. It's not as easy as what everybody would think. We definitely want to make sure that we get it out there and get it out there correctly. So some, some sometimes people don't play until that Monday or Tuesday, depending on where they're at here in South Carolina. All right, and that's how we get down. So, moving on and moving forward, let's talk about the SEYFA, SEC. We'll get some scores going and uh, run down some stuff. Right now, we have the Low Country Golden Knights down here in the Low Country, okay, uh, against Woodland. Took on Woodland this weekend. The 8U, 12 to 6. Low Country Golden Knights takes that one. The 10U, 28 to 16. Against Woodland, Low Country takes that one also, and the 12U, 38 to eight. Mm, 38 to eight, Low Country Golden Knights take a full sweep over the Woodland Wolverines. Woo, that's a tough one. That's that's a tough one. But hey, listen, Mike Williams over there creating a program and doing something with a program that right out the gate. It's almost similar to what Fort's doing, and that's going to be real interesting to see when those two meet up. There's sometimes that there's these games of the week, and sometimes hey, I jump off subject. I got that. I got that thing going on. Every now and then you see that game of the week, and you know, hey, great. You want everybody to get that chance, people. Um, but there's always a game that you want to see, and it's nothing personal. It's just skill on skill, period. That's it. Fellas, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I can't bring you in on via Facebook, all right, for the Sunday Showcase for the bloggers out there. Hey, I appreciate you watching via Facebook, but on via Facebook, I won't be able to bring you in because they won't hear what you're saying on the blog radio, okay? If you guys want to chime in, hey, no problem. Call 323-784-9681. That's 323-784-9681, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about youth football. You can call in. Right, the Southern Sports Central. That's how we get down, and that's what we're working with tonight. You're now in the lab with the professor. Moving on and moving forward, here we go. Somerville Swamp Fox takes on Fort Dorchester this weekend, and here we go. Here's a little rundown of what happened. Eight U, Somerville Swamp Fox lost to the Fort Dorchester, fourteen six. The ten U wins, ten nothing. The twelve U, well, hold up was postponed due to the varsity needing the field. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just one of those things about being a feeder program. Sometimes you're at the mercy of the high school. 
that's what it is. Unfortunately, you make up the game, you play where you can play, and you keep moving forward. I understand it's probably frustrating at the time of having the parents there, having the referees set up, and having to redo all this stuff all over again. I totally get it. I could not even imagine. But, again, you're a feeder program. You're at the mercy of the high school. And, unfortunately, the high school got moved Friday night, so... It pushed everybody. Nobody wanted it. Nobody asked for it. Unfortunately, it happened. Hopefully, you guys get that, and you make up for it real soon, and you guys can bang that out. It gives you another day to even prepare. If you can think of it like that, I wish you guys, both teams, much luck. Tomorrow, I believe, is when that game is. Monday, not sure of the time. Of course, you know, we'll kick you next Sunday with the score from that one moving forward. Okay? Hey, moving on, we'll go a little bit upstate. Before we get into the – Game of the week. Well, before we get into the game of the week, don't forget we always show love all up and down the state, all up and down the state to Moo Keenan, to the Columbia Knights, to RBE, uh, my boys, the Hornets. Gotta love the Royal Hornets. has always been a blessing. Loved watching their energy and everything they did. We might have some of those guys chime in later on. But as we move forward with some scores, Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the West Ashley Kings against the Columbia War Eagles. That's right, the West Ashley Kings against the Columbia War Eagles. Here we go. 8U takes a loss in triple overtime. That's right, triple overtime, 32-26. to 26. Columbia War Eagles take that one. That's on 8U. 10U, it was 0-6 War Eagles. 12U, it was 22. I'm sorry, excuse me. War Eagles take that, 36-22. to 22. So it looks like the War Eagles just went ahead and did a full sweep against the West Ashley Kings. And West Ashley Kings, a new organization just coming out. Um, I believe they're getting the feel of what's going on in the SEC and the SEYFA. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I saw some of their swagger. It was nice. It was nice. They got some nice uniforms. I haven't had a chance to meet the coaches and get over there and talk to those guys and kind of pick their brains a little bit and kind of do what I do, right, being the professor. I haven't had a chance to get over there just yet, but best believe when I do, y'all going to be the first ones to know. I'm going to get over there and get on those guys all day long, okay? Moving on and moving forward, we have a couple more. Let's talk about the Lancaster. Up in Lancaster, South Carolina, you have the Panthers versus the Electric City Chargers. That's right, Panthers versus Electric City Chargers. Six you was forfeited from the Electric City Chargers. Don't know what happened. Didn't get the insight. Um, if you guys know somebody out there that knows about that, hey, chime on in. That's just fine. 8U, the Panthers take it 34 to nothing. 10U, 40 to 6, Panthers. Ooh, what's that 10U doing? They're scoring 40 points like that. They getting them. They getting the Panthers. Y'all, y'all running the, y'all up in Lancaster. Y'all running like that. Y'all, y'all got y'all getting that smoke? All right, well, it is what it is. Hey, twelve U and the Panthers take that twenty to fourteen. So it looked like the Panthers took over the Electric City Chargers with a full sweep, man. I mean, you can't, you know, the energy that I think that you get from the eight U onto the ten U to the twelve U. When you guys start rolling like that, well, what I say? I'm, 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 I'm bugging Jay Williams about bringing in a six U. I'm, I'm putting it out there, Jay Williams. Are you listening? Hope you're listening. Either, either way, on the blog or on via Facebook, we're we going to try to push for that 6U to come out there, man. I think it'd be, I think it'd be out there. 
All right, Tyron Clear, hey, come on off my come on off my dang live with that cowboy stuff, man. I is they losing? What's the score of that game? Y'all can throw that out there too. I'll put it out there. There's ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, moving further on up, let's go. Ooh, one of my one of my one of my favorites, couple of my favorites right here. Columbia Knights took on the Upstate Titans. Mr. Vaught Miller, the V Bucks, AU. Columbia Knights takes over the Upstate Titans, forty to nothing. Donuts, people. Donuts. But then, then the Upstate Titans come back on that six U. I'm sorry, I went backwards there. The six U, twenty-eight to nothing. Eight U, twenty-eight to nothing. Upstate Titans. Excuse me, twenty-eight to nothing. Eight U Titans. Forty nothing. Columbia Knights on the eight U, and then ten U. I have to confirm this score, but I, I'm seeing two to nothing Upstate Titans against the Columbia Knights. Is that is that real? Is that somebody anybody knew about that? Nobody. Hey, somebody chime in on that. Somebody chime in on that. You gotta you gotta let me know. You gotta let me know about what's going on with that one. Okay. Moving on and moving forward, I think we have. I know I have them here. So here it goes. And let's talk about the game of the week. Hopefully, we'll be able to get with uh, Coach Anton later on today or this evening, excuse me, later on this evening and see if he'll chime in to see what happened. Because unfortunately, and I'll get into that in a minute, we couldn't make it there. And I definitely want to see this matchup. Uh, We couldn't make it there due to a high school game being postponed. And some of you may or may not know, I'm working with Southern Sports Central. Also, the voice sports and we tag team uh for dorchester high school for this season to watch their home and away games and that's where we're at all right hey mr tim how you doing uh and we we go out there and that game got postponed friday night over there to saturday so unfortunately around the same time that we would have watched the game of the week the north charleston raiders against the cane bay cobras we unfortunately we were at a high school game. Uh, definitely wanted to see it. Definitely wanted to watch it happen. Um, but you know the weather prevailed. It took over. Lightning, storms, things like that. So let's move on to it. Game of the week was the NC Raiders against the Cane Bay Cobras, ladies and gentlemen. Eight U twelve to two. Right? Seems like a tough game. Real close. Not too far away. Ten U twenty four to eight. And 12U, 42-6. That means the NC Raiders took a full sweep that day, traveled down to Somerville just to handle some business and go on back home. Hopefully we hear from Coach Anton and any other coach that wants to chime in. Hey, you guys are more than welcome to call up. We're talking football today, youth football, that is. And today's topic, playing time. All right, today's topic is playing time. All right. So if you want to call up, it's 323-784-9681. That's 323-784-9681. Hey, can't wait to talk to you and get you on here and, and see what you got in mind. A couple more scores to read off. Oh, excuse me, last score to read off. The Spartanburg Gators. Spartanburg Gators were in the house this past weekend. 12 to 6, 6U, let's go on down the line, 6U, 8U, 10U, and then 12U, okay? 6U, 12 to 6, 
8U, 22-20, to 10U, 30-12, to 12, and the 12U loses 12-14. to 14. Spartanburg Gators against Columbia Wolfpack. Columbia Wolfpack comes back and says, enough's enough. We're taking that 12U game ourselves. I wouldn't care if it's one, two points, point five. A win is a win. Take it how you got to get it. Congratulations on Columbia Wolfpack for doing what you had to do and not letting the boys come in there and fully sweep you and take you all out. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Any information on games that I'm missing that I don't have or if I miss miss, uh, mispronouncing or something is not right, please, 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 please jump in and let us know. All right, and for the meantime, hey, right now, let's go ahead and give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. That's right, Charleston Elite Auto Group. Charleston Elite Auto Group, for all your auto needs, you can pick up a vehicle over there, well-priced, well-versed, good customer service. You know how they get down. They're at 4002 Dorchester Road in North Charleston. That's Charleston Elite Auto Group at 4002 Dorchester Road in North Charleston. Moving on down and bringing it on over to Somerville. We have Swift Car Audio and Window Tent. That's right, Swift Car Audio and Window Tent for all your audio needs and that window tent that won't ever leave you out hot and dry. I know for a fact because I've used them. Much cooler inside my vehicle in the whole nine. You got to love it. Great customer service. The owner over there, hey, he's all right. He does his thing every now and then. All right, they're over at 210 East. Fifth North Street. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but if you're down here in the Stumbleville area and you know it, then you know it very well. 210 East Fifth North Street, Somerville, South Carolina. If not, Google them, find out, ask the questions. They love it. They love when you chime in. Okay? And the last but not least, the very own Tropical Italian Ice. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Hey, where every, every scoop is like heaven in a cup. You can't miss it. All right? They also got that Twisted Lemonade, right? The original the original Twisted Lemonade, all right, in your face like no other. Well, hey, on the blog, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a small break, all right? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, if you want to chime in, please, 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 please do. Please chime in. Let me know what's going on with you, what's happening, what you heard. We're going to come back, and we're probably going to go and talk about some high school football that I saw and I heard this past weekend. So it's going to be very interesting to see what we get into. And hopefully we have Mr. Zoltan Osborne chiming in later on this evening. That is the starting quarterback for the Fort Dorchester High School Patriots, who actually handled some business last night over Ashley Ridge. Bad shout-out to Ashley Ridge for something they did that was, man, listen, it it touched my heart. But, you know, we'll, we'll get back to that here in a minute. I'm also on the blog. Don't forget, I'm on Southern Sports Central. So go here. Chime in. If you want to talk, I see your number pop up. We can talk. We can definitely get down and see what we got to do. Already went over the scores. We'll come back over that in a little bit. Talk about some sponsors. Talk about what we're going to do, what we did this weekend. The whole nine, you already know how it goes down. It is your man. I am the professor here from Voice Sports. That's right, and we live on the book. We live on the book. Let's get a little something going on with my man, Bob Seeger. Y'all, some of y'all don't know about it. You got to call up and get this. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back.
All right, all right, all right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, back at it, and welcome back to the SD Sunday Showcase. I am your man. I am the professor. Now, I know uh, last night while while doing, we did the myself, Richie Altman, Mr. Eddie Tilly, we did the games last night, uh, and, man, was it an experience. Eddie Tilly is, is probably one of the most electrifying men I've I've met in a long time. Richie is just full of life and giving everything out there, um, everything out there that he's that he's doing. It's just incredible. They they guys give off a good vibe and everything else they're doing. Um, we get we getting into it. Friday night, I mean, excuse me, Saturday night. See how confusing it was? They postponed everything Friday. We ended up playing on Saturday, and they still got me thrown off. I even told Coach LaPrade, like, yeah, I'll see you on Monday. Forgetting almost which day it was. All right? It's just, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. One of my cameramen was supposed to be there. He didn't show up. Right? It's my cousin. I know you guys, if you listen into the show, got to listen into the show to know what he's talking about because he never makes it on time. He doesn't show up at the right place, and he never makes it on time. I don't know what the deal is with that. So, all right. Hey, for everybody via Facebook, I cannot bring you into the camera. I see you up there. I understand it. I appreciate it. I can't bring you in because I'm actually on Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Southern Sports Central. Chime on in. Get the SC Sunday Showcase. All right, and stop getting all this free free stuff. No, I'm just playing. Listen, get it all, soak it all in because I'm only on here for about an hour. Other than that, you got to time on in to listen to the rest of it, listen to the interviews. That's the only way you're going to be able to hear it. You understand? All right. So moving on, we have a couple games we can talk about. We'll talk about three games in particular that happened this weekend: Stratford versus Somerville. Ooh, I know y'all know about that one. No, little shake, little shake. Here's Stratford. Went ahead and beat Somerville 21-14. to 14. If any of y'all know about that game, hey, chime on in because that had to have been one of the most electrifying games in a long time. Now, I know Stratford has some talent. You know, a, lot, a lot of those young boys came through down, down the street around the corner from me. Over there, Tom Conley. Mm, they've been coached up mm, by some other cats that I know. So I think they're pretty tough. I think Stratford, Stratford's always been trying to put something together. And does that show that that's their year? Hey, we never know. We never know. But moving on, Wando came and took care of business against Kane Bay High School, 35-10. to 10. Woo! Wando came across the water. Did we go over there? I don't know what happened, but I know 35-10. to 10. That, that had to have been a banger. That had to have been a banger. Wanda's got to be proud of that one, all right? We appreciate you, appreciate you. But our game, the Saturday night game, almost seemed, almost seemed like a college game, if you really ask me. Pretty much seemed like a college game was Fort Dorchester took that ride again, like you like the country in the country, down the street, around the corner, all right, to Ashley Ridge High School and handled business 41 to 20. 41 to 20, and believe it or not, they was the, the defense, Fort's defense did well. Of course, we're talking with Coach LaPrade. I'm not ever going to say anything that didn't already come out of his, uh, didn't come out of his mouth. Yeah, Tyrone, see, Tyrone, exactly. Listen, that's what, that's what we're here for. Tyrone Cleary just says 
that the score didn't reflect the game. Let me tell you something, people. I get it. It might not have reflected the score, Wando High School beating Kane Bay, but the score is the score, and, and I get it. It could have been a tough game. probably was a tough game. The 35-10 is still 35-10. I'm not taking anything away from any team. I'm rooting for no team. I'm just a guy, the voice sports. That's all I do is just give you the announcements. Can't give you my analogy because I wasn't there. But I can tell you that Fort's offense, woo, woo, they got the truth. They got the truth over there. They got the truth. These guys are running downhill. I don't know. I think a few of them, I don't know where these guys came from, but oh my goodness, running downhill, running shoulder over toes. Sounds like somebody I know. Is that the factory? I think that might have been. Yeah. Listen, that's that's where I've heard that before. And I, I tell you, there was a real deal. We even have a few going on with it right about now. All right, so let's let's go over let's go over and get into it. All right, Zoltan Osborne. All right. Two hundred and fourteen yards passing with three TDs. All right. Three T D touchdown passes. All right. Mr. Dwayne Wright. <laughs> that right there. He is another true true teller right there. Caller, I'm coming right to you. We'll be right with you. Mr. Dwayne Wright had one hundred and sixty eight yards rushing with two TDs. Mr. O. J. Washington, four receptions. 114 yards with two TDs, right? Is that, is that letting you know something, a little pattern going on there? Demetrius McKelvey, two receptions, 45 yards, one TD. That, that's right. That tells you something. That's almost your go-to man. You get inside that one zone, boom, give it to him, let him finish off the job, done, okay? And Jalen Best. The, the name, Jalen says it best. Listen, that kid was actually doing, I know the yards aren't going to reflect on it, all right, 32 yards, one touchdown. That kid was actually balling last night. No diggity, no doubt. We got a call on that we're going to bring on in. I know you're on Facebook. You can't hear it. You can hear me. So hopefully we can go back and forth and get that communication. And here we go. Caller, you are on SC Sunday Showcase. You are now in the lab. Who am I speaking to? Hello? 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 Oh, Hello? my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my, this is my cousin. Hold on, cousin. I got to turn you. I got to find a way to turn you up. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah man. I, I hear you. I hear you. Good, good, good. What what happened to you last night, man? I listen. I know I told you to go over to Kane Bay, but unfortunately we got mixed up, and I had to make it back to Ashley Ridge um, to cover that game. But I had told you to originally meet me at Kane Bay, and I'm getting rumors that you never even showed up over there. What happened? Oh, hold, hold on now, hold on now. You USC? Yeah, I've been I've been I've been supposed to meet you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, you're supposed to meet me yesterday. Oh, oh see, man, I've been wondering where y'all boy been at because I y'all try deming way, and I'm about to say, man, ain't much no field around yeah, here. Now, I know I see the jail, but I ain't, yeah. I ain't, I ain't seen no football wait. field, or nothing like that, man. I, I well, 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 can't. Kane Bay deming way. You're at, and then first of all, it's Sunday. We don't play on Sundays. We play on Saturdays 
and we cover youth football. I told you Kane Bay, and now you're sitting at Deming Way. Hold on, 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 last week, last week, I knew you tell me last week it was supposed to be Deming Way, right? Because I write them down and all. Now you and now you telling me. I've been supposed to be meet you at Can Be on Saturday, and then come to Can find you much been there. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so, so that part so, is so true. Come on, no, man, it wasn't now. at Can Bay. Me and Richie and Eddie Tilly. I know, but you still didn't show up because you got the camera. You could have at least filmed some of the stuff and let some of the guys get their shine and see, you know, what what we were doing. We could have took some of that film and used it today. So it could have been edited. No, done. man. But no, either no, way, man. You're, no, first of all, you're, you're man. No, way. man. See, man. No, it's, man. No, no. No, Kazo. No, right, Kazo. Right. See, man, y'all, y'all need to get that thing together, man. You and, and Richie and, and the rest of them boy, y'all right. need to get that thing together, man. Because I know you tell but me you, you, right. I'm supposed to be at Demi Way on Sunday. You ain't tell me nothing about no King B. There's no Saturday. way. Yeah, but there's no way I would tell you to meet me at the county jail. That's where Demi Way. That's where Deming Way is. Deming Way is at the. County jail. I don't even want to go down there, like to visit, to man, do anything. So I know I wouldn't send nobody down there. Man, I know y'all boy might have been trying to get me an early April Fool joke or something. I mean, I ain't know. It, it, April in in September. No, nope, it might have been an early one. It could have been a late one. But 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 you know what? Though? You know what? Though? I I ain't, I ain't much worry about him because I ain't been to KMB. I, I, I appreciate that. No, you ain't, you ain't been to KB. You're at Deming Way for some reason. Listen, at least you tried. But listen, I'm going to put you up. So now that you called, yeah. I, I appreciate it. And that reminds me, the game of the week. Are you listening? Hey, listen. All right. Everybody at home, they're, they're listening too. The game of the week next week is Low Country Golden Knights against Fort Dorchester. Now listen, Low Country, Low Country Golden, Golden Knights versus Fort Dorchester next Fort week. Dorchester. But hold the phone. Next week. We are I, a I, to be announced when it comes to where they're playing. So listen, I'm going to have to text you later on. And for the people at home watching and listening on Southern Sports Central, we'll put the post out there. You watch the SCYFA. If you follow that, if you follow that page, you'll most likely get it. Uh, hopefully, in the middle of the week, if not in the beginning of the week, I'm pretty sure Jay Williams and those ads are all over that on trying to get a place to actually play. Um, I don't think it's an issue with it. I know the weather messes up the field sometimes, but right now that's what it is. So, Cuzzo, I'm gonna have to get back on you on that on where we're going. But right now, I do know is Low Country Golden Knights versus Fort Dorchester. New Country Golden Knights, Fort Dorchester. Yeah. I, 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 I Dorchester. I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to tell me you're writing that down, aren't you? You're writing that down. I write them down last week. Matter of fact, that's what I want oh, you to do. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to record mm-hmm. them. So if I be in the wrong place next week, we go play them back. People right. over here that I ain't crazy, that you give right. me the wrong spot. I, I, 
the blog the blog is definitely recorded. Southern Sports Central is always recorded. You can always go back and listen to this episode again and again. And I appreciate it because, um, you know, I sorry for the mix-up, but you're even on the wrong day. Yeah, had you been on the right day, I probably could have fixed it. And you're in the wrong place, but I, I appreciate you. I, I really do. At, yeah, at least you're trying. Well, you know what? Like them boys say, we is a will, is a we, right? So it all good, yeah. cousin. I go, um, I go holler back at I you pre- later. And yeah. matter, matter of fact, tell Auntie I all say right. what's up because I know I I say last week I supposed to get by there, but I I had just get by there. So tell Auntie, right? Tell Auntie, yeah, I yeah, say yeah, hi. And, by there. and um, you know, no, right. that's right. Can I just say that? But anyway, um, yeah, tell Auntie I say I, hi. Like, sorry, right. I didn't come by last week. Um, but um. Mm. I, I go get back with you, though. I get back with you. Uh, all right. Appreciate you, fam. I'll talk to you later. I'll be in touch with you about where this at, okay? Okay. I, I got you, cuz. I got you. All right, man. Uh, all right, fam. All right, one. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I, like I said, you probably, I know you can't hear. All right. I know you can't hear. But if you chime in to Southern Sports Central, the SC Sunday Showcase, I am your man. I am. The professor, and that's what I do. We'll be here for the next couple hours talking football and and getting it on. Pretty much that was it for the highlights. We're waiting for a couple more calls to come on in, and we will be okay. All right. In the meantime and in between time, we can go over the standings again just here in a few minutes. But don't forget the topic of the day today is playing time. All right, it's playing time. What is is it earned? Does it go by the league? Does it go by the coach? Does it go by the AD? Is there rules? Are we telling these people beforehand that it's a yay or a nay or what it is when it comes time to playing time, come down, excuse me, to playing time and these young men and women, believe it or not, these young girls is playing, these young girls is playing um, to let them know right off the top what's happening when it comes to playing time. All right? Is that stuff coming in? All right? Ryan, I, Ryan Campbell, I see you. Listen, Ryan, somebody got to call in. Hey, somebody get Anton. Somebody, I don't even have no producers, nobody over here helping me with my show. Ryan, tell Anton to go ahead and call the professor. And let's go ahead and get this thing over with. Let's find out what y'all had to ride all the way to Cane Bay for. If that's what y'all was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Charleston coming out. Yeah, what, what was y'all? Y'all rode all the way down, y'all. All right, congratulations, brother. Y'all already know mad love to them the NC Raiders. I'm always teasing and poking fun at those guys, man, because they are a trip. That is definitely a uh, a good program that, it, that we just keep laughing and joking around with each other all right once again mad shout out to our sponsors the triple threat this week is charleston elite auto group that's right charleston elite auto group for all your auto needs you're looking for a dependable reliable car you need going down to charleston elite auto groups get you one of them whips get you in that ride Something that rides smooth and something that's clean. That's all we kind of looking for, right? That's what everybody's looking for. And they're down here on 4002 Dorchester Road in North Charleston, South Carolina. That's 4002 Dorchester Road, North Charleston, North Chuck. Stand up. 
South Carolina all the time. All right, and now moving on over to Somerville, we have our other sponsor, Swift Car Audio and Window Tent. That's right, Swift Car Audio and Window Tent. That's at 210 East 5th North Street. You guys down in Somerville, you already know how that goes and how these streets go. Sounds a little bit weird, but believe me, you'll probably know exactly where it is right there across from Captain D. Oop, can't say that. That's a free plug right there. They just got free plug on them. All right, Swift Car Audio. Swift Car Audio and Window Tent all day, every day at 210 East 5th North Street, Somerville, South Carolina. Tip, tip. You already know. Baby girl right there. And last but not least, Tropical Italian Ice in the building. How we always get down. Every every scoop is like heaven in a cup. Philly Ice with a southern charm. You know how it goes. I am your man. I am your host for this evening. We're going to go ahead and take another break, see if some calls come on through. Hopefully, 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 if anybody out there, let's touch base with Mr. Zoltan Osborne. I know they probably still, those guys are just getting out of uh, going back to practice again, man. I, I promise you, I think those guys go seven days a week. Get that young man to call in. Let's hear from him. You won't be able to hear, but if you chime in over here, you'll be in the mix. You already know how it goes down. Southern Sports Central presents the SC Sunday Showcase. You're now in the lab with the professor. You already know how we go. Got to pay a couple bills, so let's go to some music and see how it do. Hey, we'll be right back, everybody. Be right back with you. What's going on? Back, 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 back again, ladies and gentlemen, here on Southern Sports Central Network. You are in the Sunday, excuse me, the Sunday Showcase. You are now in the lab with the professor. That's right, i.e. he is I and I am him. All right, and also I am live on Facebook here for a little bit, giving everyone a little small taste of what you guys get or have been getting for the last couple of weeks, which is me spewing out some scores and giving you some highlights and letting you know how that Friday and now that Saturday goes in youth football. We're into week three. That's right, week three of youth football, week one of high school. And as you know, and as I've said before, it was a good one. What a way to start. Fort Dorchester High School comes out and, and just kind of, I wouldn't say dominates, but they kind of take over the game. 41-20 to 20 over Ashley Ridge High School. Uh, then upset right off the rip with Stratford taking Somerville out 21-14. to 14. Anybody knows about that, hey, you're more than welcome to chime in and call in at 323-784-9681. That's 323-784-9681. Chime in and let me know if you were at that game, you saw what was happening. Give me some highlights. Let me know. Chewing the fat and give me the skinny. Let me know what's going on because I wasn't there. Again, I was working. All right? There we go. So, hey, everybody, there you go. 
Call it Deuce Mama. Yeah, no kidding. That right there. Everybody, let's go over it again. Down from the six, you were waiting on some callers to come through. They are scheduled to call at a certain time, other than my crazy cousin, who can never make it there on time. Never. Two weeks in a row, he's supposed to have been here. The week before, he was supposed to be at Danny Jones. He went to New York, people. Wait, New York, and thought I meant Daniel Jones. I don't, I don't get it. And this week, it was supposed to be at Kane Bay. He's my other cameraman. He's got the camera. He has the camera. Where'd he end up? Demi Wave. And he's there on a Sunday. We don't even play on Sundays. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. But hey, anyways, well, hopefully we'll get him right. And one day, you guys might actually ever see Geechee Larry. You, you get you there. He's, he's real now. He is real. So it's not me calling. As you can see on Facebook Live, I've been here. So he, he is a real deal. He's a real deal. Here we go. S-E-Y-F-A. Let's run down some scores. Y'all already know what it is. They start off with the 6U. 6U. All right. West Columbia Tigers at number one. Rockburg Elite at number two. Number three is New Era Hurricanes. Number four, Carolina Elite Panthers. And number five, the Upstate Titans. Up there with Mr. Vock Miller. Number one on the 8U. 8U division, S-E-Y-F-A. Number one is West Columbia Tigers. Number two, the New Era Hurricanes. Number three, Low Country Golden Knights. Number four, the Columbia. Number five, Woodland Wolverines. Number six, Spartanburg Gators. Number seven, the Rockburg Elite, R-B-E for short. Some of y'all know them. Number eight, the Upstate Elite Eagles. Number nine, the Fort Dorchester Patriots, and number 10, the N.E. Wolfpack. All right, there he goes. Moving on and moving forward onto the 10U. Number one is the North Charleston Raiders. Number two, West Columbia Tigers. Number three, the New Era Hurricanes. Number four, the Columbia Knights. We're speaking on 10U. Number five, the Carolina Elite Panthers. Number six, the Fort Dorchester Patriots. Number seven, Somerville Swamp Fox. Number eight, Woodland Wolverines. Number nine, Spartanburg Gators. And number 10 is the Capital Capital. Capital City Vipers. That's of that 10U division in SEYFA. Kent Buford, what you say, how you feel, what you do. That's my family out there in Alvin, out there in the country. You know, we still rock with them country boys. My passport goes all over, Charleston. Good at twisted. You know how we get down. Hey, we're on the blog. Don't forget, we're at Southern Sports Central. Ladies and gentlemen, chime in to Southern Sports Central. If you want to talk about football, you want to talk about the topic of the day, the topic of the day, which is playing time. Playing time, okay? Is it earned? Is it given? What's the deal? Hey, I wanted somebody to chime on in, waiting for some calls. Playing time is what it is. If you have to take down this number, 323-784-9681. That is 323-784-9681. Hey, let's talk about playing time. Let's get it. That's that's the topic of tonight, playing time. If you miss it before, you can go back, check out my Sunday showcases. I know one, we were talking about media coverage, right? And the one before that, I absolutely absolutely forget because I'm coming up with these things probably about a Tuesday or Wednesday. By the time it's for it, I forget the first one, but 
That's just me. Moving on and moving forward, as usual, 12U, S-C-Y-F-A, 12U. Rockbury Elite comes in at number one. We're not surprised, are we? Somebody going to knock them off? We don't know. We don't know. Rockbury Elite at number one. Number two is the Upstate Titans. Number three, West Columbia Tigers. Number four, Woodland Wolverines. Will that change? Will, will that change? We gonna, I, I think we're going to see. We're going to see that might change because number five is the North Charleston Raiders who just beat the Woodland Wolverines yesterday. Watch for that next week. Let's see what Mook Keenan comes up with. Matter of fact, Mook, if you're watching, if you're listening, anybody know, shoot, somebody shoot Mook Keenan a message and tell him, hey, listen, he's on the clock. We're in the lab, and now he's on the clock. He's got to call in to the SC Sunday Showcase. Okay? So moving forward, here we go. Number six is the New Era Hurricanes. 12U is what we're talking about, people. 12U. 12U. Number six, New Era Hurricanes. Number seven, that Fort Dorchester Patriots. Number eight, the Columbia Knights. And number nine, the Carolina Elite Panthers. And number 10, the Dillon County Predators out of the SCAAU. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. And that was just the standings. Okay, and now we move on. Excuse the paperwork. Hey, I got to keep this stuff together and keep it up. Let's talk about some scores. We go back and talk about the scores one last time. Get some callers to call in. Don't forget, it's 3223-784-9681. Chime in, chime in, chime in. I know I'm supposed to be getting some of y'all off of this uh, off of this Facebook Live here in a minute, so you're going to have no choice but to do it. Ryan Campbell says that the 12U Raiders are coming for that number one spot. You already know. I mean, right? There's, is there another number? Is there another number? Do you all remember number two and number three? Right? It, it, it might be one of those things. All right? But these cats are doing their thing. I, I, I think this league in a whole is coming, is coming together. It's coming together. Jay Williams, the ADs in this area, are, they're getting it. Right? They're weeding out. They're, they're looking at everything, and it's actually coming together. The first year, everything's not going to be so perfect all the time. You can plan it out all you want, and I guarantee it's not going to go the same way that you want it to. Not all the time. But you work out those kinks, you find out what you have to do, and you move and you proceed forward. The feeder programs, ladies and gentlemen, I'm definitely rooting for. Definitely rooting for and seeing and making sure that they can do everything they need to do on their part. You guys just make sure that you're doing what you need to do. All right? That's all we ask. And we'll try to help you do the rest. All right, shout out to Richie Altman, Eddie Till for the last night. Once again, a great time with those guys. Friday night lights turned into a Saturday evening almost of college football with Fort Dorchester taking over the Ashley Ridge Swamp Fox at 41 to 20. Woo, bangers, bangers. Uh, first play of the game, I had a little Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we got what it takes. All right, back at it. I apologize for the – I apologize for what just happened. 
Uh, looks like I had lost a little signal there or something. And we are back at it again. Thank you for all those who um, actually were patient and uh, hopefully still listening or at least chiming back in. Uh, you're much appreciated. And as we move forward, let's see what we got here. We are actually getting ready to go over the high school stats. We had already went over the scores for the youth football, waiting for a couple of people to see if they were going to chime in. And let's see if we can't get with Let's see if we can't get with uh, a couple of people and see if we can't chime in with uh, Coach Anton if he is around because I believe that these guys went in there and did their thing once again uh, with NC Raiders doing their thing. Uh, I know David Poston is out there. You know he always checks in around this time, but David is out there actually getting some hunting done, and man, I tell you what, you got to love it here in the South. These guys can just take that Sunday evening and go hunting and do what they got to do. Let's see if we can't touch base with him. We have a couple other sponsors. Don't forget our sponsors of this evening, ladies and gentlemen, Charleston Elite Auto Group. That's Charleston Elite Auto Group down there at 4002. 4002 Dorchester Road in North Charleston. That's right. If you want for all your auto needs, for all your auto cares, it's Charleston Elite Auto Group, 4002 Dorchester Road down in North Charleston. Swift Car Audio and Window Tent in Somerville, South Carolina. That's Somerville, South Carolina, Swift Car Audio and Window Tent. 210 East 5th North Street. That's 210 East 5th North Street. Definitely got to check in there. And one final one is Tropical Italian Ice. You know how that already goes. The Philly Ice with a Southern Charm. That's right. Philly Ice with a Southern Charm. Breaking it down, breaking it down, and talking about a few places that voice sports and some tournaments where these guys are going to be. I have three marked here showing where they're Showing where they're at and where they're going to be. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Showing where they're at and where they're going to be. We have that. Uh, we have that information for you also. Okay. And right now we're looking at November 28th and 29th. That's right. I said it. November 28th and 29th. It is Thanksgiving Day weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Showtime Elite presents the Seven V Seven. 7v7. All right. So, all right. There we go. There it goes. 7v7 is coming down. They're taking the top eight teams. Taking the top eight teams. Top eight teams per age group. Top eight teams per age group. $350 for the registration. And... With a four-game minimum, that's right, a four-game minimum is what they're doing. 
Okay, $350 registration with a four-game minimum. They have a couple of awards that they're giving out, Moss Award and even the Dimes Award. So your quarterbacks and your wide receivers get both, right? So these guys can come out there and ball out. Age groups, I know you're wondering about that. The 8U to high school age groups. That's right, 8U to high school. They're taking them all. All right, you can call Mr. Al Spears. In this game, you can call Mr. Al Spears at 704-224-3277. That's Mr. Al Spears at 704-224-3277. Get with him about uh, what's going on. Do you have any questions or anything like that? All right. We're trying to get with him. Hey, if we can get him to call that number. Hold on one second. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope we are back and you can hear me. Uh, Zoltan, Mr. Zoltan Osborne, do me a favor, call back in. One, we don't need to be over here with this one. Let's take that one off because we were trying to do it off of two, but now we are back. If we can get the young man to call back in, we'd be young. Thank you very much. There's my producer. He's going to stay on me. All right, I appreciate you. We're actually trying to get we're trying to get in touch with Z. Let's see if we can get him here in a second. I don't want to back out too much because it was getting me. Uh, not him. That's what we need. Let's see if we're still on. Then we are still on. Awesome. Now we get him to call back. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for any technical difficulties going on. Don't really know what the issue was. I don't think it was buttons or anything like that. Hey, it's just that that's 2020 pretty much. That's how 2020 has actually been going. Uh, for us lately. Oh, and there he is. Let's see if we can get in touch with him this time. All right, caller, you are now on. You are on the SC Sunday Showcase with I, the professor, on In the Lab. Who am I speaking with? Hi, uh, this is Zoltan Osborne. Zoltan, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Good, good. Good, good, good. Hey, what did you know? Of course, I I saw you last night. We hung out uh, on the sidelines, but you were putting in work. I was actually just hanging out, doing my thing. But uh, you guys look pretty good. Offense looked pretty good. How do you feel about last night's game? I uh, felt pretty good, you know, a great team performance. We had a bunch of stuff clicking together. And, of course, we had our downs, you know, I Struggled a little bit at the beginning, and we had Dwayne to come in there and move the ball to the field first, get a little momentum, and then really start moving the ball as a whole unit. Right. There you go. There you go. I, we noticed the first play. I talked to uh, Brent Leprad about the first play of the game. I'm surprised that we didn't that that you guys didn't change that up. Seeing how um, seeing how number five had already took the ball off the kickoff. And change it up was that was that something you thought about, or you just kind of say, "Hey, look, he tells me what to do. I'm just going to go ahead and run what I run what I'm supposed to run." Well, we had we had been game planning 
for that to be a first play all week, really. So it was just, it was, it was just our call, and we just felt yeah. like Keith could still handle it and just little mental mistake there. Right, right, right. And and like I saw, I know it gets it gets frustrating you as a as a quarterback to get out there and and try to move the ball down the field. And of course, you want to come out first game, the first series, pretty much, and, and do your thing and show what you guys have actually been doing. And unfortunately, the first series didn't go like that. But after after that, you guys started clicking really well and moving the ball down the field. Um, what was the what was the thought process after like the second and third series, and you guys just kind of were moving at will? That was great. You just you get to do. I mean, everything's working, everything's clicking. So I mean, it just it, it also helps with the nerves. I mean, throwing the first pick, first play, first pick, it just all the nerves are gone. You got to do those. So, but then with the second and third series, you no, know, we just kept moving the ball, and it was great. Right, exactly. And that's probably one of the first things I told you yesterday um, after the pick is, you know, you'd rather get you get your mistakes out early. I think you guys, um, I've seen some of your practices. I know Rich has been down there a lot, um, giving reports about how you guys look and, you know, giving me the inside scoop of what's been going on because I'm, we're also involved in the youth part. So we're kind of like spread thin a little bit. But um, you said you guys look really good in practice and everything went well uh, during the week. How did you feel about Friday night just sitting in the bus for an hour and a half during these rain delays? Man, it, it's tough because you try to get all the adrenaline Cooped and everything up. going. Cooped up, yeah. Cooped up, yeah. Because we got on the bus and we from 4 at 5.30. And so we were sitting on the bus for two and a half, three hours, just waiting, wanting to play. And... Exactly, exactly. Hey, listen, we were up in, at first. I was outside, and then we turned around, and Rich called me, and he's like, "Listen, I think the rain is going to be a little bit too much." He's like, "Come on upstairs." Uh, the producer Joe calls us up there, and just let's let's talk about it up here. And as soon as we got up there, the rain just came out of nowhere and just dropped. Ashley Ridge guys were the, the fans. I don't know if you saw, man, but the line was crazy. The line was crazy to get into that game. And all we kept doing was looking over there at the buses. And I'm like, man, I know those guys are just dying to come out that bus. Like, even if you didn't play, like you said, two and yeah. a half hours just sitting in a bus. If that was the case, you might as well just rode up to Columbia or something and just play that's somebody that's out that's there. <laughs> you know, if we're going to sit on the bus for two and a half hours, at least be driving. Like, don't sit yeah. still for two and a half hours. Yeah, that <laughs> kind of gets you. But what do you do? What do you do, Zone? I can't speak for the other guys. And hopefully, as we move further on down the season, you guys will know, man. I listen, I laugh and I trip with you guys. I'll do that all the time. Um, but obviously, you know, I, I want to see you guys do very well. And that's the best way to get to know you is to sit and have you on my show and to call in and we just joke it up a little bit. How do you stay, Zoltan Osborne, how do you stay pumped up that whole time? Because let's just say that, boom, there it goes, 9 o'clock, we would have played. We would have played that night. How did you stay composed or just keep your mind on the game plan for two and a half hours? It's hard. I mean, it's hard, you know, because not everybody around you, especially at this age, is – 
at that maturity to be ready to stay right. ready to play ball, but just, I mean, just being ready. Cause I mean, last year, that's almost how it was for me, you know, playing behind the right. senior and it just almost the same case. Just never know when you're going to go in and call your number. It was just always being prepared and being ready. Right. Well, that's definitely, that's definitely one thing that I saw. Um, you guys on the sidelines, um, it's a little bit different from what everybody else sees. You guys come off. We'll, when, of course, we'll just talk about offense. We won't get in. We won't indulge into defense too much because I know you seem like you know. I won't say a one track mind, but that's kind of a good thing. That's not an insult. You have a one track <laughs> mind, and that's your offense. You know. So, you guys come off the field. You go under the tent. You watch the series all over again. You replay it all over again. Your coach gives you some pointers. You look at any mistakes or something that you didn't see, cool, and then you guys disperse. It probably takes about, and I might be guessing, a minute and a half to two minutes for you guys to go through that, and then you guys disperse. I saw yesterday where you guys, it's like your individual groups, quarterbacks, running back, wide receivers were in the one group, and the linemen in the other group. But you guys don't – there's no – I want to say excitement. There's no, like, big, huge rumble going on on the sidelines. It's actually kind of quiet, and you guys are just staying focused. Is that how it always is, or that was just the first game of the season and everybody was just ready to get the butterflies out? And if you were nervous, you probably weren't going to tell anybody. And Or is that how it is all the time on your sidelines? I mean, usually it just depends on the atmosphere of the game. You know, I mean, we don't really – there wasn't as many fans as there usually is right. at our games. So that's a little bit different for us. But, I mean, it's usually not too loud. But, I mean, like when we score or something or something big happens, we'll get loud. But it's just it's just like business, you know. And it's just getting what we got to get done and moving on. There you go, there you go. And speaking of the crowd, does the crowd play a factor, obviously, does the crowd play a factor on how you guys react on what you do? Because 41 to 20 is nothing to, you know, shake an ugly stick at. That was, you know, 41 points is 41 points. Does the crowd make a difference? Uh, I honestly, it's just, I don't know. It just gets weird whenever it's quiet. Because usually, like, it's just, like, <laughs> it's just different. Because... When it, when you're playing, like I might notice like the first when it's real loud, I might notice like the first play, first possession. But then after that, it's just like you don't really notice it. Right, right, right. I know um, you guys probably don't know him if you don't know him personally, but uh, Mr. President from Ashley Ridge, the young man who passed away. How does that affect you guys as young student athletes, knowing that this young man went? Uh, got called home a little too early. How does that affect you guys? It's just, I mean, that's the, that's the risk you're taking playing this game. I mean, you never, I mean, that's just the risk you take with life really. Cause you never right. know. You could be in a car ride and just living your normal life. And then something happens and it's just your time. But I mean, that's just the risk you take with everything. Right. 
Right, right. Yeah, well, we were definitely saddened to hear about that. I thought it was a great showing of Aston Ridge making him an honorary captain for uh, this season. Uh, that was actually that, – that showed a lot, and I'm pretty sure that everybody felt something at that moment. Um, you guys, the student-athletes, definitely should take care of yourselves. And like you said, you're right. You never know. You could probably be in the most extreme health of, of your life and something something else happens just out of the blue. So you guys definitely keep your head on a swivel and do what you got to do. Next week, Goose Creek. Goose Creek, what are you guys thinking? What's, I don't want to say what's the game plan, but mentally, <laughs> uh, Goose Creek, right? I know you're not going to tell me anyway, but that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. What's the, uh, what's the game plan or what's the mental Let's say that. What's the mental game plan going into tomorrow's practice? Even though you guys had film today, I get it. You had weights today. Great. Tomorrow, you actually go in and you start your game plan. What's what's the mental state of going into Monday, ready for Friday? Mentally, it's just we look at it as another game, but really we just want to improve on what we didn't do great uh, this past week on our games. You know, we had three turnovers. We want to eliminate those. And two of those put them on me with two interceptions. But we just need to, like, clean up small stuff, like some of our unnecessary penalties. I think we had one or two on special teams. Like, we just – unaffordable stuff that we can't have in those good games that we're going to have. But mentally, it's just – we just look at it as another game and come in good prepared. Good, 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 good deal. And that's definitely a positive way to go into it, uh, taking one game at a time. But you have to almost think that Berkeley and Goose Creek play on Monday night. So that give you a slight advantage thinking that, eh, well, maybe Berkeley. I, I, won't, I won't ask you to say it. I'll say it. I'll say Berkeley comes in. They possibly, possibly could beat up on Goose Creek a little bit. And now Goose Creek has three days to get ready for Fort Dorchester, which just came off a 41-20 to 20 win over Ashley Ridge. Um, the numbers kind of speak for themselves, and I, I think the guys will come in there and handle business. Like, like you said, I think the unnecessary penalties are something that you sit down and you talk about, but everybody's fired up. Everybody's ready to play. You guys have been ready to play. And it's just one of those things. So emotions sometimes get the best of us, even as adults. We had to sit back and probably count to 100. Myself, I probably count to 300. But it's, it's, it's all good. You you got to do what you got to do. Well, Zoltan, hey, man, I, I appreciate you calling in. I know you're probably just getting back. You want to jump in the shower, do what you got to do, get you something to eat, uh, lay down, probably watch a little bit of the games. Zoltan, hey, for the people that might be listening, may not be listening, I was on Facebook Live earlier, so we know the ones that aren't watching. What's your favorite college team? Um, right now, I'm really I just like watching. I don't really have a favorite team. I mean, I've always liked South really? Carolina because I mean, that's just your hometown team. But I, I just really like watching Oklahoma because of the offense that they've been putting up and the quarterbacks they've been producing. So that's probably my favorite go. team right now. There you go. That's your favorite team. Okay, do you watch a little NFL? I hope. Please don't tell me you're a Falcons fan because. Those guys. Are no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Hey, we'll save that. We'll save the NFL team. We'll keep the people waiting to find out what's, what's Zoltan Osborne's <laughs> favorite NFL team, if 
he even has one. Well, we know his favorite high school team all day. You got to know it. Ladies and gentlemen, Zoltan Osborne, number 15, the man with the plan, only a sophomore. Golly. Still got more time to grow, more time to put in, plenty of work and plenty more W's coming your way. Zoltan, hey, I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, let you guys know. I, I hope to touch base with everybody, and uh, I can't wait to see you. We'll get down on a Friday night at home. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you, brother. You take it safe out there and be easy. Have a good day. All right, All right you too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the one and only Mr. Zoltan Osborne. You heard it here first, right? Oklahoma fan, ladies and gentlemen. Oklahoma fan, nothing wrong with that. I, I, I knew some people that liked Oklahoma back in the day, right? I don't know if they didn't, like, slide away or anything like that. But, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. That was Mrs. Zoltan Osborne, number 15, the sophomore sensation of Fort Dorchester High School. Plenty more stats, plenty more things to come in. And we're going to try to keep it uh, at least even till. We're going to get in a couple more calls See if we can't reach out. We're still trying to get with Mr. Anton, Coach Anton, to see what he's got going on. All right. Everybody, we'll be right back with Spady. That baby talk. I like it like that. When you talk like that, you're not mean to that on my feet. How, 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 how. Oh, <laughs> 
right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I appreciate you for tuning in. And if you're doing the way you're at, you're at Southern Sports Central Network. That's right. And you are tuned in to the SC Sunday Showcase in the lab with the professor powered by the Voice Sports. That's right. I am he and he is I, the professor, getting down like we always do on this Sunday, talking and speaking about youth sports. And in case you forgot, we just got off the phone with Zoltan Osborne, okay? And in case you didn't know, today's topic is playing time. That's right, playing time. Uh, is it earned? Is it daddy ball? What's going on out there? What's happening? And we don't want to point out any in particular organization. We just want to know what you're seeing. What's what's going on out there? I know for a fact I've seen some situations. I won't put names out there, um, but I do know of some situations that we will speak on here in a minute, and uh, we'll go through it, and you can kind of chime in on your opinion on it, okay? And if you're listening, you already probably know how to call in, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's 323-784-9681. That's right. It's 323 323- Seven eight four nine six eight one. Call in and talk to the professor because we're in the lab. We're here. We're here right now. And this segment is the what what segment. The what is what segment. And who is who and where are they? This is sponsored by the Voice Sports. As we were talking earlier before uh, Mr. Osborne called in, don't forget, November 28th through the 29th. That's Thanksgiving Day weekend. Showtime Elite 7 on 7 Showcase. That's right. That's happening up there in 13301 Dorman Road in Pineville, North Carolina. Pineville, North Carolina. That's right. They're taking the top 10 teams per age group, $350 registration with a four-game minimum. That's right. Four-game minimum, $350 registration. All right, they're handing out a couple of awards. A couple of the top awards are the Dimes Award for the quarterbacks and the Most Award for the wide receiver. That's right. And now you're wondering, well, who all is invited to this? It's from 8U up to high school age groups. That's right, 8U to high school age groups. And if you have any more questions, you can contact Al Spears. That's Mr. Al Spears. You know him from Showtime at 704 704- Two two four three two seven seven. That's seven zero four two two four three two seven seven. Contact Al Spears about that. You got any questions? Find out what's going on. What What do you need to do to get on the on that tournament? Seven on seven. I know is one of those things that are now starting to just light up the country. Um, I believe a, a group down here has been doing it for a while. Um, and we definitely got to get them on here. Uh, the Outlaws, the Low Country Outlaws have been doing it down here for a little while with uh, Mal Lawyer. Excuse me, Mal Lawyer has been down here doing it for a long time, along with Tommy Grady, one of, the, one of the good friends of the show, who's been down there doing his thing with the 7-on-7. Seven seven. 
tried to introduce me to it. I was a little hesitant, but I think this year might be one of those things where, hey, listen, we go put it out there, and the more I find out, the more you find out. Right, so that's that seven on seven going on Thanksgiving Day weekend. If you got nothing going on, nothing too heavy, hey, head on up there to Dorman Road in Pineville, North Carolina, and get your get your shine on. Get your get your get your shine on. Right, good. Moving on down the road, hey, December fifth and sixth, a new one. Right, brand fresh, new, fresh off the press, South Carolina, King of the South hosted by Showtime Athletics. That's right, South Carolina, king of the South, the top six teams per age group, ladies and gentlemen. That is 6U to 14U with an August 1st cutoff date. Listen to what I just said. This tournament is coming to Charleston, South Carolina. You guys always wanted the tournament to come here. We've always kind of, eh, why it's got to be so far away? We don't want to travel. We want to go home. Here it is. Here it is. South Carolina, King of the South, hosted by Showtime Athletics. They take the top six teams per age group from 6U up to 14U, right, with the August 1st cutoff date, the same thing the SEYFA does already there it is, August 1st cutoff date. Wherever you're sitting at right now, that's the age group you're going to play in. Bring your best squad. Now, the question is going to be, we'll get with Al, who you have to ask him more questions, uh, because I believe my number one question would be, if that team does not want to play and you are within that top six, do you go to number seven? And then if number seven and so forth and so on, you get where I'm going at with it, right? What, what do we do if that team does not want to play? That would be the number one question. I think we'll have to ask Al that. We'll bring this up again next week on the What's What segment, okay, and we'll throw that out there. We'll throw that out there, Al, and see what he says, see what we catch back on if they don't want to play. Again, that's December 5th and December 6th. Not too shabby. South Carolina King of the South, hosted by Showtime Athletics. The top six teams per age group throughout South Carolina, people. All of South Carolina is invited to this, okay? Top six teams per age group, 6U to 14U, with an August 1st cutoff date, okay? Move down the street. Look, the following week, the following week, if you have not been to this next event, then you have truly missed out. Catch-22 Productions by my man, Mr. Curtis Reese. That's right, Curtis Reese. Oh, we're going to come right to you there, caller. Give me one minute. we come right to you. December 10th through December 12th, Catch-22 Productions presents Battleground, the youth all-star game. That's right, Battleground this year is DC versus Marvel. DC versus Marvel is definitely coming out this this year, and it's going to be off the chain. $200. $200 is the registration. You get a full uniform hoodie, compression top. Uh, players and coaches, you can register. You get a full uniform, basically what it is. It's a whole swag bag, I believe, that comes with it. Um, Curtis always does his stuff up down there, and it's awesome and a blessing to see him always do this every year. Um, players and coaches, you can register at Catch22. EG.com backslash battleground, or you can follow them on Facebook and or Instagram. Okay. Definitely go find them on Facebook or Instagram. That's battleground 
$200 registration will get you in there. Voice Sports will be at all three of these events, ladies and gentlemen. Voice Sports will be there. Southern Sports Central will definitely be invited. We definitely can't go anywhere without Mr. Richie. He is one of those guys that if anywhere we go is going to definitely be a party. Let's go on and check in with the caller. Caller, you are now on. You are in the lab with the professor on SC Sunday Showcase. Who am I speaking with? Well, what's up, man? This is Rich. That was a nice little plug. I was hey. sitting here. I'm reading the paper, and uh, <laughs> I said, ah, Dalton. Talked to you just a minute ago, and, you know, I'm just kind of already, man. We turn the page uh, usually on Sundays for Fridays because you and I will be doing this, uh, the, the Friday Night Lights over there, of course, with Joe, and uh, we, we've got a great group of guys and girls around us there from the boot down to the field. But, you know, I start on Sunday, start getting ready for Friday. Saturday's usually my day off, but, you know, we played yesterday to open the season. And, uh, man, I tell you what, no sleep for the weary. No, exactly, exactly. I'm kind of feeling the same way. That's why uh, by it happening on a Saturday like that, you kind of threw everybody off a little bit. Uh, I was even asking Coach LaPrade some questions about Monday. I didn't know what day it was. They just <laughs> And Zoltan said the same thing about sitting in the bus. And I didn't realize, Richie, you know, we were sitting there talking about an hour and a half delay but you got to right. realize these guys got on the bus at like 5, 5.30 on Friday. Sure. Right. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you put all of that in perspective, that and not all the buses had air conditioning. I mean, let's, let's not forget that part of it. Some buses do, some buses don't. And, and maybe going forward, maybe that's, that's uh, you know, uh, the team that does the best, be it special teams, be it defense or offense, they're guaranteed <laughs> the air-conditioned bus is going forward. Maybe that's just one of the – the things we can add into it with 2020 and this COVID, right? <laughs> hey, listen, I tell you what, you best believe if you say that, that that team will probably play with absolutely no flags, no penalties, no nothing. <laughs> and Coach LaPrade probably going to have to buy a whole other bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, they, it was a great night. You have to agree. I know that you've been talking about it on the tonight's show. And, you know, uh, to watch everybody coming together finally – we're at that moment. Finally, people are coming in the gates that are kind of stalking the gates, which they did Friday night before they were mandatory to leave. And, of course, we reset the, the world's longest pre-game uh, show. It started, I think, at, what, 7? It didn't end until 5.30 yesterday. And, man, I, you know, I listen, between you and Eddie Tilly and, and, and of course, everybody involved, it, it, it really, I thought it went well, considering that, you know, uh, listen, we we really, I thought, put our hearts and souls into everything. We've gotten a ton of great compliments. Uh, with Joe, of course, uh, is is the big producer behind this whole entire uh, format. But uh, man, what a great night it was! A, a great night of football. You mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Mr. President. You know how they honored him. I thought that was a great story, right? I mean, you can't go on and and not bring that up because they not only walked across the field with his jersey, you know, Professor. They yeah. also every week inside that locker room every week. They're changing out, you know, uniforms as if he's there and ready to put on that uniform. And I think that's just one of many great things. And, of course, you know, uh, you know, we had, of course, over at Fort, you know, we, we, we play with heavy hearts as well with a sticker on the back of ours with Coach. Uh, you know, we, we lost one of our, you know, uh, a month that's or right. so right before, you know, kickoff there. So there's, there's so much anticipation, yet there's so much you know, going on, I know Oceanside, they, they had a game uh, where they actually opened up in 3A. They actually picked up a big win on uh, Saturday night as well, right? They finished what they started over there beating a team known as Bishop England, and that was uh, 
going to be, I think, long term, that's going to be a nice little rivalry going because they're pretty close in proximity. But they have lost the coach. Right? Right. They lose their coach uh, during, of course, the COVID deal. Look at Wanda. Boy, Wanda's starting off where they left off. They won 35-10. to 10. That was a Friday night game. I don't know how they got it in. I guess it, does, it didn't rain on that side of the river. But, you know, they lost their athletic director. Here they are. They're winning ways. So there was just so many headlines going into it. A lot of brand-new coaches all around the around, around the, the low country. Of course, Somerville, they played on Friday night. They had that midnight mass service where they, of course, came in. Didn't finish till like, 1 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, there was their own headlines there. That young man, I don't know if you mentioned him earlier, that, you know, broke his ankle, you know, but before he did that, he was the, the player of the game in many ways. I mean, the kid was just lights out like a video game, was pausing in the air, to, you know, to catch passes. And, uh, you know, when he broke his ankle, you know, he reaches down like he had put his shoe back on and didn't realize that it wasn't the shoe he needed to put on. It was the rest of his foot. And our thoughts and prayers for this senior, who's a basketball player, he's a football player, he's an outstanding student inside the classroom. You know, he's a senior. That's probably the big thing that you need to understand. This kid will not play, I wouldn't think, high school football for, you know, his remainder, you know, season here. But, you know, for Coach Denny, you know, congratulations for him and Stratford who, you know, these guys have struggled, man. They, they've tried to build, you know, uh, some culture over there. And that takes, that takes some time. You know, Coach Stackley, he had it all put together. And I know you know that program well. But, they, they, right. you know, you change the guard, you know, it, it doesn't change with the coach sometimes. And Coach Denny had to do some things. He grew this big red beard and it seems to be the lucky charm for him. But, you know, he also had to deal with the lines being changed multiple times with them and Kane Bay and Goose Creek. I mean, you know, there's all those entities that are put in place. Of course, like we said at our game last night, you know, you got uh, the likes of Fort Dorchester taking on Ashley Ridge where these kids grow up going to elementary school, middle school together. And a lot of those kids played middle school ball together and then are told as their freshman year in high school to go to different directions. There's some family ties connected right. to these games. I mean, there's just so many headlines that make high school football so much more. I, I, and I'm not disrespecting the NFL that's on right now or the college game that was on last night, even though the Gamecocks, once again, it's kind of like a toxic relationship being the Gamecocks, man. It's just, it's like, some, it was just bad. I'll leave it there, but it, it is what it is. Friday night lights or Saturday showdowns in high school football, man. It's, it's been a great treat. And of course, you know, a lot of big games, a lot of big wins. Phillip Simmons wins 29, eight over Burke. That's a great way for them to, for the first time, you know, and it's what three years of existence. They're undefeated coming into the season now. They're one and no. That's something to celebrate. You you take you know when you're a new school, right? You take these these baby steps, and that's a big step for Philip Simmons. Hate it for the guys at Burke because that's a great group of guys over there playing hard. They got probably and no disrespect to any of the bands in the land, but I know I can promise you Burke High School's got the best band in the land when it comes down to the low country. Oh, I wish definitely. we could uh, travel with us as well, but um, they win big over Military Magnet. You know, Coach Sean Wright doing it right over there. Uh, wait to see what he can do. I don't know how they played Friday night either. They got theirs in 44 to nothing. So there were just so many great headlines. And, oh, by the way, there's a game tomorrow night? Oh, there's a game tomorrow night. We're going to be over there watching, um, you know, Goose Creek traveling up the Monk's Corner at Berkeley. Of course, Southern Sports Central will be standing on the sidelines watching this game unveiled. But doesn't it feel like college football in, in the opening weekend of Labor Day? I mean, how it starts on a Thursday, ends on a Monday? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. The whole this is I think it's like you said, Richie earlier. This is 2020 for you. It's 2020 for you. The way everything's been going and the way everything's been sidetracked and being postponed, and we've been on we've been sitting there going since Friday 
to go all the way to Saturday evening, late Saturday evening, with a, a pregame and trying to keep the people occupied and give them as much information as we can. Uh, it, it's just been 2020 as a whole. So it's, it's kind of sometimes right. even expected for something to go left. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, unfortunately, guys, you can't go to your bill collectors and be like, oh, man, it's just 2020. You know what we do because they're going to cut your power off and cut your water off and kick you out of your, your place of living. But, you know, it, everything else just kind of is what it is. I mean, you know, and then there's a lot of other stories. And, and this is the part I think that you're going to enjoy coming into this side of your career, uh, Professor, where you're not only doing an incredible job tonight, and I, I thank God for our, our Trotsky's past. I mean, how great has it been since day one? We talked basically two, three times a day. And, uh, you know, we, we have great conversations because we have the same vision, the same mission, you know, and now we're riding together, you know, sometimes here in the same car going in that direction. But, you know, you got a chance to do something for a little bit on Friday night, but we realized that lightning might not be your friend if we don't get you in the press box. Which I thought, okay, Clinton, you need to come up here, buddy. That's not safe. I mean, it's not safe at all. So we brought you, of course, your, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> your assistant came back up in the box where we, uh, we we caught up. But you get a chance to do some things that are differently. And then you got a chance to see the radio team, which Ashley Ridge has now a radio broadcast team that uh, the guys from Collinson area, they come in and they know Coach Builder well from uh, their previous uh, life over at Collinson County. And, and we get to have that relationship. You know, when we play Berkeley, they have their own guys, Mr. Wayne and those two guys. Our three guys are awesome. I mean, to have those relationships, man, is, is incredible. And you're on the sidelines, so you're going to get to see Jasmine McCoy from Channel 2. You're going to get to see, uh, of course, my dude down there at Channel 5. And, then, of course, uh, you know, he is – Kevin Biller, dude, does a great job for us here at Southern Sports Central. And there will be a few other guys that you'll see kind of floating around on the sideline as well. But Channel 2 and 5, man, you cannot get any better than those – two guys right there because they will always help you out. They always reach out. They answer you if you reach out to them. And that's what we're supposed to do in this industry, right? Help each other out. You know, that's right. up in the press box yesterday, you know, the guy uh, who is for the South Carolina um, high school report, you know, this guy has been around a long time. I was at his, his uh, articles back in 1990, I would say three, when I started at seventh grade for varsity in baseball. He writes a big article about me, and I'm thinking, holy moly, it was like Sports Illustrated for us, you know, because back then, you know, to get any publication was big publication for us. So, you know, he's done a great job uh, continuing that. I know he was really close to Coach McKissick, who passed away back in um, back back in November of last year. And, and so, there were so many headlines, Clinton, that we're going to be uncovering throughout the season. You know, if we look at it, and we can go all the way date it back to this past Friday when it was actually Coach McKissick's birthday is when the season was supposed to start, right? And it did for everybody, but five or six teams in the low country, everybody from the upstate to the middle to Myrtle Beach, everybody down in the lower, lower country played, but about five teams didn't play here in Charleston. But I think that's kind of neat, you know, for us to, to have this delay, you know, to have this, this right. pause. And then when do we start back on the most led, you know, the guy that's a legendary high school overall, just coaching general football, you know, to start on his birthday, I thought was really classy. I know Joe really well, his grandson, uh, you know, he's a brother of mine now at Oceanside. Like I said, he picked up his first win last night. Um, so that's big. Um, just again, you look at Art Craig, you know, we know what he did at the course up there uh, in Berkeley County on the other side of Monk's Corner where he was just dominant at Timberland. Man, he didn't give a beat at Hanahan. They won 52 to nothing yesterday. And it's like, well, I mean, there's just some coaches you know are going to do what they do. 
And I'm just excited that we're going to be able to report it here on Sundays. We'll recap a lot of stuff on Mondays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. You know, we've got it. And then Friday morning, you know, there's a morning show right here on the network as well. That's right. That's right. Most definitely. And speaking of the young man earlier from uh, Stratford, um, Mr. That was Mr. David Washington. For those out there listening that don't know or didn't know what happened, um, Richie mentioned it earlier. David Washington had actually eight catches for 197 yards and two rushes for 16 yards with a couple of rushes for 16 yards and two touchdowns. So actually, he was actually lighting up the field, either touching it one way or another. Mr. David Washington was going to be or is the MVP of that game. And unfortunately he went out with a broken ankle. Um, I, I believe the same thing, like you said, that is very probably disheartening um, because we saw a couple of kids go down at Fort the same way. And just the frustration on their face, Richie, uh, down on the sidelines and talking to these young men and asking them, hey, listen, I understand how you feel. I'm coming at it from a, from a, a player, from a coach's standpoint. I've already been there. I'm a little bit older now. They don't want to hear that. They don't. They don't want to hear. Don't worry about today. It's okay. Live. To, you know. You'll live to to see it tomorrow. They might say okay, and they might say yes, sir. And I get it. And yeah, you're right. But I can see in their eyes, like you said, some of them. This their senior year. This is what this right. is what they've been waiting for. You know, the the c word that we don't say on this station um, had came in and took everything and went straight left with. Everything and when when you know how bad it has to be for outside to be shut down. You, do you know how bad something has to be for outside? Somebody has shut down outside. Like you can't go this way, that way, nothing. And these people, these young men and women and these coaches and everybody, even us, Richie, have been cooped up for too long and couldn't wait for this sport to start. And the first day that you get out there, you get a bump, a bruise, an injury. You know, a couple of them have a reoccurring injury. Maybe it happened in practice. Maybe it happened during the scrimmage. Now you get out there the first game, and this one counts. This is what everybody's been waiting for. It's all hyped up. It's ready to go. Hey, you're live on TV, the whole nine. Mom and dad, uncles, little kids are there. And here you come out, you know, first one of the plays of the game, uh, a young man goes out with a shoulder sprain. I I was like, you know, it, it was crazy. It was 2020 in a hole, and I hate to keep saying it. Um, I hope we get over that hump soon and we can move on past it. But uh, Stratford did pull out the win, 21 to 14. Yep. So, you know, you got to kind of give it to them. They, and they look good. They didn't give up. And I get it. I give it to Somerville as well. I mean, this is, a, you know, again, a team that's got a brand new coach over there. And Ian Rafferty, now Ian spent a ton of time where you and I spend out now on Friday nights and did great things over there with Coach Pratt, but now he gets a chance to go back home, gets to go a chance back to his alma mater to uh, to lift up to be, you know, uh, the head coach over there. And I know that's, that comes with a lot of responsibility. It comes but uh, with, with a lot of expectations as well, and I think that's just as big as the other. And so, you know, uh, we'll, we'll watch as this thing happens. Remember, Dorchester County – uh, you know, D2, as they call us here, and the up, up here in this area of uh, the low country, mm-hmm. were the last group of guys that got on the field. So, you know, you can play all that into factor. You can look, of course, Berkeley County. Those guys really never stopped a whole lot as much as some of the others. They were one of a few counties that continued to be able to work out for being, you know, not having a, a breakout in that, in that area that you're kind of, you know, tiptoeing around. But, you know, it, it is what it is. 
But, but let's look at it in a couple of things. Number one, go back to what you said. They were cooped up. Things were happening. And how does Fort Dorchester get rewarded? They get told, well, come on, let's go play a football game. Just kidding. You can hang out on a bus for three hours, and uh, we'll, go back to the, we'll go back to the house and we'll try to get tomorrow. But the good news is, is that they had their own seats. So it was kind of like a luxury bus to some extent. It wasn't shoulder to shoulder. And uh, that's going to be, of course, uh, maybe the positive part of some of the negativeness that's coming out is that these guys and girls are getting their own seats. I mean, I can tell you from being a former guy that rode on the buses going to games, man, that's a luxury in itself, and usually seniors get that. But at this time, everybody who's on the team will get that luxury from B team to varsity. There are rules put in place. Uh, the other side of the thing is that every night is playoff night. While, yes, they're not going to count, like, it, for example, Stratford beating Somerville is more for bragging rights than anything because they won't look right. at that, from what I understand, and going into the playoffs because that wasn't a region game. All right? One region over there with Stratford on the other side of the eye, on this side of the eye where, of course, Somerville plays that, you know, different region. So it was kind of a tune-up game. Not everybody got this normal workout. Not everybody got scrimmages. So they can look at it multiple ways and grow from it, right? That's one of the things they can look at because I know they got stalled next on Friday night. Not sure who Stratford's got. I don't have a schedule in front of me. But, you know, that's one way to look at it. Now, the other side of this thing is that you should be treating every game like a playoff game and getting better week right. by week by week. And, and that's kind of the goal. Now, if you're – if you are, of course, West Ashley, by the way, they won big. I mean, talking about a new coach in a new place over there in West Ashley, they beat Stahl pretty heavenly. We won't even give you that score because it, it was a pretty big win for West Ashley to come in with a brand-new coach. But now they're 1-0 in that region. They joined Fort Dorchester, right? And then you look at the other ones. Of course, Somerville, you know, they, they unfortunately fell down. You got also Stahl. They fell down. So you, you start to kind of see how this thing kind of weighs out, Clinton, right? It's already That's starting right. to take, you know, shape. But – in region play, in region play, there was only three teams, if I'm not mistaken, in region action over the weekend. The starters are four teams, excuse me. But Ashley Ridge took a took, took a loss, Stahl took a loss, but West Ashley and Fort Dorchester comes out with a win. But tomorrow night, I think that game right there, you know, I really feel like that game is going to have so much implication on not only the first spot but the second spot. But here comes a team that I maybe I didn't think that they had as many dogs coming back because there's so much graduating as Wando, but maybe Wando kind of finds a way to sneak in there. But that game, Wando beating Kane Bay, that drops Kane Bay to 0-1 in that region. So, see how I'm saying? There's already going to be four teams coming out of week one out of that region. They're going to have some position as well. Right. And, I, you know, earlier, I don't know if you know, but earlier I went on live, so we were trying to show the people how we were doing and get these people to call in and seeing what Southern Sports Central was all about. Uh, and the Sunday showcase. So one of the gentlemen chimed in and said something about the weather played a factor. Now, I get it. It might have played a factor, but they chose to play the game. And the 35 to 10 didn't justify the game itself. I, I get that, and I get why people say that. But listen, it was still 35 to 10. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care how it was done. I don't care if they were running backwards down the field doing cartwheels. <laughs> it was 35 to 10. The points are the points. If it was 35 to 34, 35 to 33, even 32, then I can say, oh, yeah, it's just a field goal. must have been a hard-fought game. 35 to 10 says it all. Either you can play ball right. or you can't play ball. You can score or you can't score. I won't say play ball or you can't play ball. I, I won't say that. I, I digress. 
Either you score or you right. don't score. This is football, gentlemen, ladies. This is football. Either you make it across that goal line or you don't. 35 to 10 is 35 to 10. You can't put the rain and all that stuff in the factor. That's called football weather, and it's called football. It's a running gun. You stick to it, or you can even pass in the rain, however which way you want to take it. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Wando came and they handled business but, against Kane Bay. That was fine. Right. Yeah, but look at it this way. Right. I mean, and I understand that. And, and I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. I'm not. I'm not. Because here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you that the same team at Wando, that same team at yeah. Kane Bay, they, they both had the same they, – they, didn't they? They played on the same field. It wasn't played on a video game, right? It was on the same no, field in the no, same area, no, right? The no. same zip code, right? It's, so, it's but, same but here's the thing. There you go. Right. So you want to say the, the range? Well, how about this? Wando's quarterback, Braden Pritchard, threw – Check it out, through, which means it's in the air. Yep. That means it's a pass. Through for three touchdown passes. And it and, and so I, I'm trying to understand the it, excuse that you're giving me. Not you, but whoever I got right. timed into you because I, know, I, I understand right. the frustration right, right. that's got to be at Cane Bay because they do struggle a little bit more than others. They, they're a team that has that triple option. And I've got to tell you, you know what, I, I, I got to – uh, I'm going to leave that alone, but I am going to tell you this, that, that they have their own listen, thing to work hey, Richie, on, and I don't think Richie, it's the rain. Is, it's something that's got to be fixed. This, this is a lab, and you know how I go. We 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 keep it real. Our opinion is just our right. opinion when it comes to the lab. Right. It does not reflect everything as a whole, and I get it. No, it's not always going to be. But let's be real. The triple option, high school, you better have the staff that can do it. You, you got to have the staff that can do it and that and the quarterback and the running back and everybody else on the same bus riding, going the same direction, and everybody's hand on the steering wheel when it comes to that triple option. Right. This is the lab. This is where we mix it up and we give it to them real. It, it is what it is. That That's all it is. Hey, Richie, hold that thought. We're about to take a little break. We'll be right back and give these people exactly what they want, which is, hey, you and I giving the real deal, giving the spiel, back in the lab, mixing it up. So hold that thought, and we'll be right back with you. Guys, I wish I could. I wish you could pay me a thousand dollars today, and I can tell you, seventy percent is enough. I wish you could pay me fifteen hundred. I wish you could pay me fifteen hundred, and I could say to you, eighty percent is gonna get it. I guarantee. Give me a fifteen hundred. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that I magic wand you, and eighty percent 
will be equivalent to 100% for you. Boof. But it's not going to happen. So I need you to understand something. You can have it if you want it. But the bigger the dream, the bigger the dream, the bigger the dream, God, the bigger the dream, the bigger the dream, the harder the grind. And can I be honest with you guys? I'm grinding harder now than I've ever grinded before. Somebody said, E.T., somebody called me the other day said, E.T., I don't know if you've been paying attention, and they were right, I haven't. E.T., we've been going online, and if you go on YouTube and you put the best motivational video of all times, right now, E.T., that's your video. E, how do you feel? E.T., 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 I don't know if you did it, but I did it. The top motivational speakers in the world, and in some categories, E.T., you're there. You're like number 10, you're number 5, E.T. How do you feel, E.T.? I said, i be honest with you. It was easier when I wasn't on the list. It was easier because I wasn't focusing on that. We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees to ourselves. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again. And if you don't know, I had to play that quick snippet of Eric Thomas. Stop making excuses, right? The hustle and the grind is the hustle and the grind. You've got to put in your work. You've got to put it in. So if you don't tell you, they don't tell you that you're number one, you steady your hustle, you grind, and you try to make it more. Always remember that. That's one thing that we have been doing here on Southern Sports Central and The Voice Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. You are in the lab with the professor here on the SC Sunday Showcase, and can't forget my right-hand man, Mr. Richie Altman, Mr. Friday Night himself, Richie Altman. <laughs> Richie, we still there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I love E.T., man. That yeah, guy is too. the real deal. He speaks yeah. truth. I mean, every time he speaks, it's, it's an incredible testimony. And because he's not only speaking to you, he's speaking through what he's gone through, right? And I think that's something – that us, me, you, and all those here on this network and coaches and, and just individuals can give back to, and that is our testimony back to those who cross our paths. And, you know, it's like this, guys. You know, when you go to a restaurant and, and you have bad service, you want your money back, right? You want your money back. Right. You want everything, whatever they gave you, you want to make sure that you get your, you get your $22 back. But what if you go to work one day and you don't give everything you got, you go give back that money? That's how you need to start looking at life. That's how you need to look at Friday night. If you don't go in there and give 100% and you don't do what you need to do, are you willing to walk up to that coach and give him your starting jersey and say, look, I didn't earn it tonight. I didn't earn this number 73 tonight. I didn't earn this 22 tonight. I didn't earn what you're giving me because I just didn't produce. But as quick as we are to want to go and get what we feel like we've been cheated, how do we respond when we do the cheating? Right? When we don't go out there and, and it's Friday night and we just didn't give 100%. Are you dropping the ball on the turf you know, two or three times? Are you willing to go up there to that coach and say, hey, look, you know, I, I, I owe you. This is me. Are you going to go out there and you're going you gonna to run a little bit? Are you going to do some stall the dogs or whatever it is that y'all do where you're at? What, what, what are you going to do? And I think this year, more than any year, Clinton, and you're down there on the sidelines, man, and trust me, man, you got a good spot down there. I'm looking forward to getting that over, over to the fort as we'll be uh, back in the backyard over there hanging out, getting it going at 7 o'clock this Friday with Goose Creek coming to town. You know, I, I look forward right. to, to some of the reports you're going to hear, man, because they've got a week under their belt. They just went through the film today. A lot of these players across the state are going to film for the first Sunday. I mean, there's just so much newness 
But this gives you an opportunity. You you can't tell me that you you, you know we we were told this when we were growing up. Play every play like it's your last play. But we literally That's watched right. that become reality in the spring with the with all the track and field, softball, baseball, soccer. I mean, whoever played in the spring, it was pulled like a rug. That last play was really their last play. Like you don't know until you know. Well, guess what? You want to know what it feels like. If you played a spring sport, there's no reason you're taking off a play in the in the fall right now. Because shame on you for getting. If you need to know, reach out to a spring sport athlete and ask them or her what it's like. And trust me, and I tell our guys over there at Fort when we're at those practices, man, you practice like it's a game. You give it, whether it's walking out of that locker room, you walk out like that's the last time you're going to walk out of that locker room to go to practice. Because you don't know. Because that's right. whether the season ends by that word that we don't talk about or that young man over there at Stratford, Trust me, I don't think he thought for one minute that that one play was his last play because he had been having plays all day long. Exactly. exactly. And that, that even brings you back to the point. Um, I know you might have been listening in to Zoltan, and I asked him how it affected him when he thought about Amari President, right? He right. And plainly came out and said, and this is a 16, 16-year-old, this is a sophomore in high school kid who says, hey, you never know. You never know. You exactly. You have. You never know when it's your time. You keep doing what you're supposed to do. You 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 live every day. I won't say you live every day like your last, but at least try to do all the right things so you don't regret anything at the end of the day. I did everything I was supposed to do today. I didn't put anything off until tomorrow. I gave one hundred ten percent, and Lord, that's that's all. I, that's all I got. That's that's me for the day. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. Hope I get it again tomorrow. That type of thing, and you keep on going. But the maturity of some of these kids and the way you see them on Twitter, the way you see them online, and all that other stuff is almost like it's almost like old school, Richie. It's almost like going back to how when we were raised, we didn't have all this of uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and and Snapchat and all that other stuff. We just wanted to get in the newspaper. That's all we wanted. We just wanted to get in the newspaper. You made the newspaper that weekend, hey, you were doing something great. If you didn't, uh, you just felt like maybe it wasn't enough. Again, get out there, do what you have to do, and it's more exposure out there with guys like us to help you get there. But you have to exactly get out there and live every day and do what you have to do like it's your last and put your hustle out in front. Yeah, and I mean, I don't see anything wrong with living it like it's your last day, you know, whether it's to treat, make sure you're treating everybody around you, you know, the right way or doing things the right way, you know, why not, why not, you know, and like he mentioned, and you're right, this is a young man, and I have to remember when I'm having conversations with Zoltan or when I'm talking to him, because in the role that I get to be on Friday nights, you know, that quarterback position and me are pretty close, right, there are just certain guys that I'll talk to more than others, you know, and it's not by picking favorites, it's just, He's the captain on the team, right? You know you're going to talk to a safety right. on, this, on this thing, just like you. You're going to talk to one of the linebackers, you know. You will talk to a lineman on the offensive line if he gets a few pancakes and he puts up a good block. Or you get a guy on the front line on the defensive line if he makes a few sacks or, you know, just completely, you know, swim moves around somebody that you're going to get that conversation. But Zoltan's the young man that, that you and I and, of course, Eddie will talk to him on a regular basis. But, you know, I said this on the broadcast last night. I said, this is a guy who comes in here. He's got the length. He's got the arm. He's got everything it takes. He's getting better, it seems, by every snap. But listening to the way he speaks to me is showing his maturity. It's like anything. I mean, this cat, the first time I interviewed Zoltan last year, 
okay, I remember right on the uh, on Southern Sports Central was, uh, you know, he, he spoke to me like a freshman would speak to me. You know, but then every time right. I would bring him back in, you know, it was just a different aspect. And you can see mom and dad are working well with him. He takes it serious. He appreciates it. You know, all those things matter. You know, and the same thing goes with a few other players that I've had a chance to talk to with before. But there's also guys around the state of South Carolina that I bring in here, you know, when I'm on the air doing our thing over there at Southern Sports Central. It's bringing in athletes to educate them how to speak properly. Because, yes, playing football is awesome. Getting touchdowns is great. Sacks are incredible. But those things have an expiration date, Clinton. What doesn't have an expiration date on it is a college degree. Right, getting a degree, getting that piece of paper, it lasts forever. It is what it is, and that is an opportunity for you to go out into the world and be somebody. With that being said, when you interviewed him tonight, and I know you've got a few other guys that you're going to be bringing in on this show on Sundays, you know, you're educating these young men and a few women along the way on how to interview, how to speak to, how to handle certain questions. And I always tell these young men and women when I'm talking to them, look, Prior to getting on the air, I'm going to interview you, but why don't you look at it like you're interviewing me? Talk to me as if, hey, look, you know, it's a big deal, and I'm going to put my right foot forward to answer the right question the right way. And so, you know, you see that, and you mentioned these young men. When I interview the guys on Mondays and Wednesdays, you know, you and I, man, we would say what we're doing now. I would have told tonight I want to be a sports broadcaster. Or you remember back in the day, (laughs) you want to be a fireman or a police, you know, whatever. These kids are talking about being presidents and doctors and lawyers and engineers. I have more engineers come on the show. They're going to go into education as an engineer major. Or the thing that impresses me the most about a lot of our athletes across the state of South Carolina, and this is no joke, these young men and women Mm -hmm. want to come back to the schools and be teachers. That shows me that we've got some great teachers in here that have an impact on these student athletes that want to come back and be a coach and a teacher and be the same impact on another student athlete. Exactly. Be able to give back to the community. Like one of the number one things to be able to, to give back what has been given to you, the opportunity, the teaching ways, the methods, um, something had to have hit you or had to affect you to you want to come back to be a teacher. And I believe these teachers, a lot of these teachers are, I don't want to say undervalued, but, they kind of are like they mean right. a lot. They're spending most of the day with your child. They're teaching your child. Mm-hmm. They're talking with your child. They're laughing with your child. It's almost like some of these football coaches, some of these trainers, they spend the majority of the time with your kids. They're the ones out there mm-hmm. putting in that grind and the extra stuff. Not saying that the parents aren't there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not there at all, but nowadays with these two, with the families, Hey, sometimes mom and dad have to work. You have to sacrifice some of that stuff. So that's not why the kid's in the sports. He already likes sports and he's good at it, but the majority of your time is spent at school with that favorite one or two teachers uh, and at football with that favorite offensive coordinator or that favorite defensive coordinator or that favorite line coach. Mm. We've all had it. I've had it. I've had a favorite sure. line co- or defensive coordinator that I loved to death and I couldn't wait to get in his class and cut up. So, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. For them to be able to turn around and come back and want to be teachers, want to be coaches, want to get into something like that, I think is an excellent feeling, and it makes you feel like, hey, well, they've actually been listening, paying attention, and you're right, the maturity is definitely up there. 
Yeah, I mean, you, and you, but they're starting young, and I'm going to tell you kind of segue a little bit with you, of course, focusing a lot more on the South Carolina Youth Football Association across the state of South Carolina with all the commissioners, Jay Williams, and, of course, you mentioned a few other guys and girls along the way that I know we're going to be calling in on Sundays and checking in and giving you updates on their teams. But, you know, I started my day on Saturday after being, you know, soaking wet and, and finally, you know, drying out by Saturday morning about 9 o'clock. I headed over to Fort Chester because, you know, we had talked about this league and how it is the, 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 uh, the, pipe, the pipeline, if you will, the foundation for all of these other programs because you start them at eight years old at eight years, they're going to wear that same jersey until they're 18, some of them 19 years old, right? And that's something I think that's is right. an incredible deal, right, when they're all working together uh, for the same goal. And so you see, you know, Coach LaPrad, he's at all of these events. I've seen him at multiple jamborees. You've seen, you know, Coach Fiddler, who we saw Friday night or Saturday night as well. We actually got to see him two nights in a row where, you know, he's at these events. Well, Saturday morning, that's who played. It was the factor that this league has decided if there's a if there's games that they can make the same weekend as the high school plays on Friday, they'll play those games on Saturday. So I watched the 8U team playing, and I thought they looked really good. I think the 8U team was actually Ridge one. The 10U team was uh, Fort Worcester. Unfortunately, you know, uh, with uh, the, the Fort having to come back out to practice, you know, the 12U game didn't happen. They're working on that. And, and let me touch on this real quick. I'm going to be that guy. And for you guys that are listening, <laughs> I need you to understand something here, okay? When you connect your lifestyle, when you do the right thing, and you're doing the right thing by connecting this lifeline to the local high school that you're supposed to take your kid to, sometimes in the world of the godfather, the godfather runs the show. The godfather is every head coach across the team that you're connected to, whether it be Coach Steve Pratt, whether it be Coach – uh, Fiddler, maybe it'd be Coach Ian Rafferty, and I'm just naming a few in Dorchester County. When they say something, right. it, that, that is law. That is the way it works. And, and let's be honest here. These young men had a chance they had to go out and play on Saturday night to, rec- you know, to represent the community that you're representing on Saturday. They had to go back to work. Right? They had to do what they had to do. And, and so let's, let's keep our heads cool. Let, let's not be out here on social media saying things that don't need to be said. Let's not be attacking each other. On, on, on Facebook. It's not a good look. I'm just going to tell you, it's not a good look for the program that you're connected to. It's not a good look for Clint and myself that are connected to you, okay? And, uh, Clint, I'm just going to speak on my side, and you said this is the last, but we can say we won't say. So, you know, I just need people to try to understand you need to lead by example. Your kids are watching you, okay? They might not right. say what you say, but they're going to do what you do, all right? So, I've sat back enough until today I saw a few things that I'm not 100% on page with. I don't like it, all right? And, and understand this, and please understand this, is that I'll do everything I can do for you and your son and your, and, and your young lady. And, Clinton, you're on board with this, too. I can speak on, on your name if you need to jump in. I would like yep. to hear your side, too. But, guys, we have got to stop some of this nickel and diamond on Facebook. we got to stop some of this stuff on social media. It's just not a good look, all right? It's not a good look. Right. And, 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 and at the end of the day, all right, we're doing some house cleaning here, and, and you need to understand, That's right. all right, there's a thing called a food chain, all right? Where do you stand on this food chain, <laughs> all right? The food chain, I'm going to tell you where the food starts over at Fort, all right? I'm going to tell you where it starts at Ashley Ridge, and I'm going to tell you where it starts at Summerfield. Right. And I can keep going along along the way that you teams decided to partner up, which was the smartest thing that was ever done in the state of South Carolina in the history of youth football was what you did. But sometimes <laughs> – you go to go play a game on a Friday night, you sit on the bus for three hours, and you got to go home and you don't play the game. 
Well, sometimes you show right. up on a Saturday and things change. It's called life. Teach your kids to adjust right. to it, not complain about it. I just uh, hey, I wanted I to think, put that uh, out there because I saw you know I saw a few things that kind of kind of upset me a little bit earlier before I got on the radio with you. I mean, right, most definitely, Rich, and, and I agree with you 100%, because believe it or not, listen, I'm not perfect. I've been there myself. I've been there myself, and I got frustrated, and probably because, and this was, uh, you know, and I can say this, this is before you and I started really clicking and having these conversations that we do almost two to three times a day, had I had that outlet. <laughs> Had I had that one person I could have went to, then I probably would be in a different situation. Um, I was blessed to find this, and I probably would have still have been coaching, right? So I sat back from coaching. Myself and another, you know, myself and an organization decided to part ways because of that same thing you spoke about. So I am living proof that staying off the social media with the negative stuff is not always a good look, and it's not always about whether or not it makes that feeder program, that high school, look bad, or does it make you look bad in a whole? And I can guarantee right. you, at the end of the day, the high school will not be the one to take that blow. The high school will not be the one to take that blow. And like you said, there, yes, there is a food chain. At the same time, I can see it. We understand. I say I can't. I won't say we can see it. We can understand. Richie and I aren't here to be the bad guys, first of all. Second of all, we understand the frustration. We understand the frustration from the parent side, from the coach's side, from the referees being out there, from everybody, from the kids even being out there ready to play and didn't play or couldn't play or had to get rescheduled. Ladies and gentlemen, we did the same thing. We met up with our production manager, around 4 o'clock on Friday, 4 o'clock, 4.30 that afternoon, and we sat in a booth with almost 10 to 12 people trying to come in from the rain and the bad weather for three and a half hours. We were there till 9 o'clock that night. So we, we totally understand, and I, and I get it. You were there that Saturday. You were ready to play. Unfortunately, things did not go the way that they wanted them to go. So, listen, you, you turn around, you get ready to play on another day, they rescheduled it, all right? We're not putting anybody's names out there. If you know that we're talking about your feeder program, if you did get rescheduled, then okay. The shoe fits, you put it on, you wear it until it wears out. It, that's fine. But you wear it until it wears out. Don't try to overwear it out. Don't try to run and sprint and try to make it happen too fast because it might just fall all the way through. So we sit back, we take our time, we let it be what it's going to be. I, I, we totally get it. I've been there. I've been frustrated. I've taken myself on Facebook it, prematurely and said some things that I probably wish I could take back. But once you put it out there, you know, hey, God forbid that, you know, the right one sees it, and now it's all over. Don't, don't make sure that you don't shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to these feeder programs because I do actually believe that is a great, great, great things are going to come out of it. Not only will Richie and I turn around and promote this feeder program for as long as we possibly can until we see it start to go left. Listen, when, when we stop talking about it, that you, you worry. 
you worry. When we yeah. stop talking about the feeder programs, and I just come through and I say, hey, Richie, well, guess what? You're, you're my producer on Sunday nights. I'm only going to do about an hour and a half. I'll talk about the scores. I'll talk about this, that, and then I'm off the air. Once we start doing that, you please know that, you know, we're building our arc over here. We're building our arc, and we're going to sail off into the sunset while you guys sit there and keep shooting each other in the foot over uh, rescheduling or uh, prolonging a game. So that brings me on to this, Rich, and uh, tonight's um, subject, topic, all right, was playing time. This is not your average wreck, which I have nothing wrong with wreck, nothing wrong with that at all. I like Sertoma. I like Sertoma. I liked uh, the rec team. That was at Tom Conley when I first started coaching. I loved everything about it, the family orientation, everything that they did. I have nothing against rec. Rec is rec. This is now the SCYFA, similar to, if not better than, AAU. And I said it. Listen, it came out of my mouth. If you listen to the show, I said it. If not better than AAU, the SEYFA does not have rules about playing time. It's it's earned like anything else in life. So, daddy ball, uh, things like that come into play. Some people think that, well, he's only playing his son. Because, you know, that's his son. He really don't have any skills. He can't do anything. I mean, it, it's kind of hard. Um, unless you have a less amount of people, you can't you, – you have to do what you got to do. You have to do what you have to do. You got to get in there, and you have to prove yourself. But parents, parents, please listen. Please listen, because I went through it, and I know some of you know the organization I was in, and I'm not talking about any in particular parent, okay? I'm not. But if you are a what I call a rookie, okay, Richie, I call them rookies. I don't call them beginners. I won't call them, we won't call them scrubs. We won't call them the uh-uh crew. None of that, none of that stuff. <laughs> the uh-uh Right? The uh-uh. You want that kid? Uh-uh. Um, we won't call them that stuff. It's the rookies, man. They don't know. So what you have to have is now attention to those kids because you never know. You never know what you're missing out on. I, I can plainly say Tommy Grady and I missed out on a kid long, long time ago that now is a Stratford High School student highlight reel. I'm not even going to say his name. I'm actually going to try to get in contact with him. And he knows who I am. He's seen me plenty of times. He knows exactly who I am. And I missed, we dropped the ball on that one for the simple same reason. Everything I'm speaking of, I've done. I've been there, done that. I didn't take the time to work with the kid, find out why does he keep dropping the ball? Why is he fumbling? What is it about him that we're not, is it something I'm doing? Nah, it's just all him. No, no. What makes you a real coach is making you is turn around and having that patience. So playing time, yes, it's earned. But with those rookies, I think you have to take your time and, and put your stuff in. I don't want to get too deep into it, but, Richie, I could definitely uh, – what's your opinion about playing time? Um, I, I know you played several sports. So what do you think about playing time, and especially now in the SEYFA and youth football in a whole? 
No, so let's go backwards to the beginning. I am a big-time rec guy. I, I believe that rec mm-hmm. is the foundation of any and every community. It is it is what makes Small Town USA click. It is a something I hope that never goes away. It, it is, to me, something that's taken a hit by these tribal teams, you know, and I, and I worry about it because that's where a lot of history was made. A lot of these rec departments be it for whatever things. And I know AAU came in with basketball. They were the first one that shocked the world. Here comes baseball. They did their thing. And, nope, well, now welcome to football. So, you know, for me, and I heard a guy, and I'm, I was looking at it when you were speaking, but, but he spoke, and this was a former – uh, this was a four. I think, man, I'm trying to remember his name, but he was a former football coach, uh, and, and he was covering something on on ESPN, and he was talking about a parent that was just really upset because you know Tina was or Terry was good, and 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 Mark, you know, was better, and if Mark got to play, then then Terry should get to play, and because they're twins, right? If one don't play, the other don't play, and, and I don't agree with that. I, I think that that's not teaching your kid reality in life because there's. First of all, life's not fair, okay? That's just the way it goes. Right. You know, and, and I believe if you're going to play your game, once you get to be nine years old to ten, I think eight years old it's okay to not want to keep scores. I understand that. But once you start getting for sure at ten, you get into double digits, things start to become a little bit more real, right? And, and you should – I feel that you should be able to keep score. You should be able to track down the winners and the losers of life in, 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 in games and things like that, right, overall picture. So, so it's been brought to me when I was a coach. You know, a guy came up to me on the travel ball team and said, my son's not getting to play that much. I said, well, okay, well, I understand that, but you understand this. This is a travel team, all right? You chose to come play here when you could have gone to your rec department and played seven innings because little Johnny Rule is in place that he's got to play three innings, all right? Well, we don't have little Johnny Rules over here, and we're going to play the best of the best, right? And, and this should encourage your son to come early and stay late. And I'll work as late as I can and as early as I can with him. I have no problem coming early and right. staying late with him. Tell me what I need to do to get him better, right? And, and he didn't like That's it. Right. So I refunded his entire money. And I said, okay, well, I appreciate your time. But, you know, I'm not going to give in. This, this was the rules that were set. So for me, you know, you hear fans or parents a lot of times complaining about playing time. And you have to understand there's certain organizations that you get into – it is an all-star organization. The, the South Carolina Youth Football Association is an all-star organization. These U-Triple-S-A's, are are, they are all-star organizations. It is the best of the best. It's all-star weekend every weekend, right? These coaches are going to play the guys that are, that are ready to be, you know, not only ready to play, but most safe to play. Do you not think for some time that putting your son in there, he's not physically ready, but he's also not mentally ready? What may happen to him if a kid that looks 15 that really is eight, and I've seen it out there, runs him <laughs> over, what's the chance of him getting hurt, right? Then are you going to be right back exactly. over there telling the coach, what are you going to say? So for me, you know, I say, look, get to be that better player. If you're not that guy today, be that guy tomorrow. And if you want to tell me where the coach has a favorite, well, here's, here's a secret, all right? Tell everybody. Be his favorite. If whatever it takes to be the favorite, then that's going to go be the favorite player. Do whatever it be takes. Whatever, whatever little Johnny's doing, go follow little Johnny. Write down some notes. Hey, it's cool. You ain't doing nothing else if you ain't playing. Write down some notes. Take notes. And then go out the next day and take his job because he's going to get tired. And when he gets tired, you right. step up. There was a game today. There was a game today. The Chicago Bears played today. There was a guy that started, Trubisky started today. Guess where he finished? On the bench, on a water cooler, because he wasn't ready. The guy came in behind him, right. folds, and folded up the other team and won the game for these guys and came back and beat them. So don't tell sure me did. if you don't get a chance. 
you got to make the best out of the opportunities that are given to you. And if you want an easy way in and out, then that's what you're going to get when it comes to pay. You're going to get easy pay, which is going to usually be low pay. All right? That's just being honest. If you want to be challenged, then you put yourself in a position to get better. Don't be the smartest cat in the room. Go find other people to be around. Don't be the best athlete in your circle. Go hang out with some other better athletes. I'm just saying, Clinton, if you want to get better, man, you got to put yourself in a better position to get better. It ain't going to just happen. And Look, it's cool to be the big fish in a little pond, but sooner or later you're going to get tired of swimming in that little blue or little pink or whatever pond it is you bought from Walmart. You actually want to get one of them Olympic pools over there in North Charleston and see what kind of fish you really are. Exactly. But you know what? At the end of the day, Richie, you still got to start off as a fish. You got to start off somewhere. So during, and that's what brings it to that rookie, that rookie mode, right? So I I always say this, you know, be a sponge, all right? Give me 100%, be a sponge, and be coachable. If you have those three things, you'll be able to get through it, all right? Your first year, a lot of kids, man, I don't even know a percentage to say of kids who have natural talent. It's some. There is some. I haven't come across a lot of them, but I've come across some. I could probably on one hand count off a quick five and say, hey, listen, this kid had natural talent and never, never stepped on a football field before. Came out, dominated right off the rip, didn't have to do much with him, but just get him in shape and show him these are the ins and outs. This is what I want you to do. This is where it's going. This is where it's happening. Even if they were playing street football, uh, football out in the field, a uh, flag, something like that, that's fine because you thought that, hey, they have some type of experience. You played. You played for your team. You played for an organization. So you think that, hey, well, bringing this child on, bringing this young man or woman onto a football field tackle, it would be the same. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not. It's not. It's totally different. I get it. I get it. But you want some type of athleticism in that child, bring them on to the next level uh, in the SEYFA, you're going to kind of, you're, you're going to get it. You're going to get that harsh talk. You're going to get that, hey, you know, earn your spot type of deal unless that team just doesn't have the numbers and then you're out there. But like Rich, like you said earlier, you're going to mess around and get somebody hurt. You're going to mess around and get somebody hurt. So I suggest to these coaches to the ad's and you guys out there do your homework go get your recruit on try to stay within your area and and get the kids who can ball that's all that's what's going to help your program get out there and put in that footwork go out there and talk to your community believe it or not they're right there they have no idea that you're there right and i think you nailed it earlier you said a couple things earlier parents i want to speak to you real quick too because you know, there's a couple. There, there's the there's the lot more parents than the helicopter parents. Okay, you know, neither one of you are good, by the way. I just want to let you know, if you're one of these two, if you've ever been called a helicopter parent, you need to understand what that is. That's pretty common sense for most of us. We understand that. If you're a lot more parent, well, you kind of figure that part out. Just be a parent. Okay, sit back. You paid money to put your child in a situation for somebody else to get them ready. Let that guy or girl do their job. Sit back and be a parent. Love on them when they get off the field, but let these, let these, please let these coaches coach, all right? Because these kids, they're going to listen to you. Hopefully, they're going to listen to you. So if you're telling them to do something, and then you turn around on the other end, and you're telling them something totally different, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to listen to the coach. They're going to be indecisive. 
and, and, and you don't want that. You don't want that opportunity to, to go into play. You don't want that opportunity for this, uh, I would say, player to be in, in limbo of knowing what's going on. You know, I actually hung out, like I mentioned, Clinton, at the game on Saturday morning. And as I listened to, to, to so many, to, to so many uh, parents and, and, and things, and I, and I just watched these young men kind of drive and thrive and, and do their thing, you know, it was interesting to me that, that there was a coach there. There was a, a, a high school coach right. who was watching his son play, okay? He sat back. He saw a few things. Now, he and I have conversations, but it's different. It's different when you're talking to a buddy on the side. You're like, okay, I see this. But he never yelled at the coach. He never yelled at his kids. And this is a, this is a guy who's a high school coach. You know, if anybody ought to know, it ought to be this guy. But he said, look, Rick, right. man, I do what I do. You know me, man. And I said, that's what I'm talking about. So, parents, remind yourself daily to, you know, you need to go home have the conversation. In social media, it will hurt your son. It will hurt your daughter. Do not be the reason that your child doesn't get an opportunity. And this needs to be heard from the lower level of 8U to the big boys in 18U, 19U. Do not be the social media nightmare for your own son or young woman who has worked so hard to get so much. But that one coach sees that, and they understand that they not only get little Johnny and, and, and little Susan, they also get the parents and the people that come with it. I, I think, and you know what, Rich? I think you just came up with next week's SC Sunday Showcase in the lab topic. I, I, I like that. Social media. Social media. I think that's what we're going with for next week's episode, and that's, that's a way to, to definitely dive into it. And if it's helping, is it hurting? Um, do you think people are watching? Do you think that uh, – High school ADs, do you think that college recruits, are they sitting there watching social media and you just don't know? How do you know that they're watching? How do you know that they're into it? Who knows who? That's the one thing about social media. See all the stuff that they put out there, they wonder, well, how did that person get it? How did did Richie hear about something? I'm not even friends with Richie on Facebook. How how did Richie (laughs) Altman all of a sudden get to talk about me on the lab on Sundays with the professor, and I'm not and, and knew it verbatim of what I said, and I'm not even friends with him. Well, because somebody right. out there, people, took a snapshot of it, sent it to Richie because they're actually really, really good friends with Richie, and Richie's actually a straightforward guy, and said, "Hey, I don't want to see you get done like that. Somebody's over here bad mouth you. I don't think it's right. Here's what they said about you. Now we have this platform." Right, and some might think that is small. Myself, I think it's a it's a huge step to have a uh, my own radio show, a blog radio show, and thankful for it. But it also humbles me, people. It, it also makes me think before I put this stuff out there now, because I don't want you to take me the wrong way. I'm going to speak real to you, and that's just how it's coming. But the social media thing can 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 hurt. Be careful. I don't want you out on my team if you're sitting there bad-mouthing and all that. Again, I lived it. I know. And, no, I don't want that. If everything that comes spews out of you is straight negativity, which that wasn't me. Everything wasn't straight negative. But if everything comes out of you is straight negative, then that's a bad vibe. That's a bad vibe. I just can't have you around me. It's nothing personal. I get it. But stay off the social media. Leave it alone. That is definitely next week's topic. 
Right. I, you know, you say it's not personal, but I think it is personal. Right. I think that that's what makes it so hard. And we're so used to saying it's not personal. But in this case, I think right. it is personal. You know, and I'm going to speak on this behalf because what, what you are to this right. young group of young men and women, right, I am, mm-hmm. I feel like, to the high school guys and some college guys as well, to where I Most am definitely. in the ears of a lot of these recruiters, right? You know, we do right. what we do. That's what makes this – that's what makes this – this network as big as it is is because we got so many great guys and girls that bring different angles to the table. So at the level that I can bring, let me tell you this, moms and dads listening, you're no different because of the feeder programs connected to the high school programs. You need to look at that high school coach like he's a college coach. And parents, you're getting a great training event as well. Just like at the high, just like these high school parents are getting trained on, the, the college coaches are looking at not only their, their son's page on Twitter, they're looking at the moms and dads page on Twitter. You don't think for one minute that these other coaches aren't sitting there and looking at, at you right now? They're like, okay, well, you know, little Richie here, he's pretty good, but, you know, and it, it, it says Richie Altman, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to search Richie Altman on Twitter. Well, they don't realize that that's Richie Altman Jr. That's my son, which is not my son's name, but that's not my point. Right, but right. They I got up. you. I well, got they you. pull me up. Right. And guess what? I'm locked and unloaded off here. I'm dropping off bombs like I'm sitting here back in the day. They don't want me. These high school coaches are already telling me. And like you just mentioned, I'm not saying that happened. I'm not saying it did happen. I am saying this, is that I do have that buffer with a lot of high school coaches. I do have that buffer with some college coaches so that they are saying, hey, man, do you know who this person is? I'm seeing stuff, man. And it takes you. It takes you sometimes five minutes to post something on social media, most definitely on Facebook, because you get real deep in your feelings for some odd reason, and you make it uncomfortable <laughs> for all of us to read, because we really don't care, okay? That's what I like about Twitter. It's an ADD-approved social media site. It's quick and in the point, and you're out, and I'm done with it. But in Facebook, right. it's like Dear John letters all over the place. So with that being said, it takes you five minutes to give me a dear John letter of how you're so in your feelings. And this is the biggest catastrophe since the Cowboys lost again today, by the way. Now the world is back to normal because after no. winning and beating Atlanta, no. they thought they were going to the Super Bowl. Doesn't look that way. But anyways, back to the show. I'll say this. I'll say this. i got to have some fun. I'll say this. You got it takes me crazy fun over here. Any, crazy fun and keychains, baby. I'll say this, it takes literally five seconds for me to snapshot what you put, and trust me, right. it takes you at least two minutes to figure out how to delete it. I will yeah, already exactly. have it snapshot and done. I've watched guys in this industry fall immediately. I saw it happen over the summertime. doesn't matter who it was. I just know that this dude did a lot for a community, went in on a kid, and it was the worst thing he could have done because he is out of today is an obsolete obstacle uh, opportunity in this community, not here, but around the state of South Carolina. And he has done a lot of things prior to that post, but it took him one post out of 22 years to just ruin it all. Dumb post to ruin it all. And now everything that he, yeah. they, they, they blackballed him and he's out. And that's what I worry about with moms and dads that are in their feelings. And, and, and again, do I, do I say it? And I'm not saying what you think I'm going to say, but do I say <laughs> no, it? No, 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 you did, you did. I'm going to tell you this. I get it. There's a lot of passion in these young kids, and I love – I'm telling you, I'm more scared of mamas than I am daddies in doing what I do because if I mispronounce somebody's name wrong, then I know mama's calling and daddy's – he just wants to make sure I get his stats right. But, you know, There's when that. I hear moms yelling on the sidelines, I respect that. I, I understand that. There's a lot of passion on Saturday mornings, and I love it. Saturday night, showdowns, I love it. But listen to me. 
when you have a page and it is it is highlighted, and I'm going to just say it, youth page, please monitor the language that you put on this page. It is the most uncomfortable feeling. And I get you can tell me, well, you don't have to look at it. Well, that's fine. But can you can, can we can we can we kind of can we can we kind of direct this thing a little different, guys? Again, we're expecting our kids to come out into society and be somebody, but yet are we living the way that we're expecting our kids to live? That's where we right. got to get to, guys. I understand we got a lot of problems going on in the world. Can't we do it right? Can't we be the different? Can we be that one person that makes a change? And I'm just saying, I. I've seen, and I'm not telling you it's even in this state because I've seen other states that invite me to their pages in youth sports, and I see a lot of. I ain't heard some of these words since I watched and listened to some music back in the eighties type stuff. I mean, it's pretty dirty. You know, I think I'm listening to Wu Tang Clan and some of this stuff, dude. It's it's brutal. And I'm like, oh, I, and, and, it they, does, and they it spell it get, perfect. It, it does get it does get a little rough at times, and I totally understand for those who are listening and you're on some of these pages. I understand that the majority is for adults. I get it. Um, at the same time, we are video, so it's kind of confusing. And just like you said, Rich, so it's kind of confusing. Right. I'm showing a child, a minor child, on this video clip, but I'm I'm throwing this language out right up underneath it, or I'm right. talking about somebody else's child, or this that. And I know a lot of this stuff is done right. in fun, and it's just a lot of trash talk. Does everybody know that? Does everybody know right. that when, you know, you and I, if somebody heard you and I speaking, not on the radio, and not, we don't even mm-hmm. curse, so that's kind of even better. But if they heard you and I yeah, we're each that. other, and the way we go back and forth, they just swear, oh, those two, they don't like each other. They always just sit there and talk about each other, like, the whole time, yeah. and then they go their separate ways. But you don't know, after we go in separate ways, we call each other, like, five minutes after we just left each other. And laugh and talk about each other right. some more the whole way home, like <laughs> it's nothing. But I do think that right. sometimes it goes a little overboard when it comes to these pages. Right. I understand the competition. I understand it's just trash right. talk, and it's just guys being guys, and it's adults being adults. But seem to invite and these other people coming on there, brand new, that don't know what the world they're getting into. To hear yeah. and see what's going on on some of these pages, I think goes a little bit overboard. Well, let me ask you this question, then. Let, let, let me spin it sure. on this side. What if? Let's what if, mm-hmm. all right? Me and you, right? You got 2.0, and I got Junior over here. Now, you and Junior, right. you know, we, we buddies. We tight. We tight. Things are going right. But all of a sudden, something's going, and I, I'm going to say that I'm the bad guy. I'm going to put myself as the bad guy. Now, 2.0, mm-hmm. he all of a sudden getting more carries than my son's getting, and he's getting a lot more of this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Right. Now, all of a sudden, you got all this potty mouth going on, and this coach doesn't know. He, doesn't know, he knows this site's here, but he's not in this site. But I see you posting all this stuff in here, and I start Snapchatting, and the next thing you know, I got a galage. All the last ten posts that you put up, that ain't nothing but potty mouth and dirty languages and da 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 da. But at the top of it, it says they use X Y Z. I take that to the coach. Right, I right. show that to the coach. All right, that's the concern I would have in this in in this realm of social media and in, in, in this one area is that what if the one person that you think and we say this all the time. It ain't the people that's far away from us that you got to worry about. It's these people that are right up no. You know, sometimes it's your own right, family yeah, you got to right, worry about right. sometimes. So for me, exactly right. What there, if what if you upset somebody that's already in this page and they know the rules, but they just screenshot that little deal just enough? They take it to a coach as a, an anonymous 
uh, insight. And next thing you know, 2.0 is not even on this team anymore because the coach doesn't want to have that type of, I would say, energy, right, on his team. Right. I, I'm just, again, it's, it's no, whoever's yeah, page, right. and, and that's what it is. I'm just asking you because social media, I'm telling you guys this because I, I was, I'm going to tell you, standing beside the University of South Carolina's running back coach 10 years ago, five-star running back at the University of Florida, goes on social media, posts something completely inappropriate. He shows it to me, standing on the sideline, showed it to me. Said, now watch this. Sends the guy a message, we wish you the best of luck. We know you've got a lot of great talent, but you've got to figure out some things off the field before you make it to the field. We are no longer interested in your talent. We do wish you the best of luck and can't wait to see where you land. Have a great day. Have a great life. Send. And that was it. He was done. Just after, he was it just done. ruined. It just done. I'm just, just telling done. you. So, so again, just that's done. what we do on all of our networks is educate, entertain, and have some fun. But the educating part is not just for the kids, man. And, you know, again, that's why I love you being a part of my family and being a part of this family is that we on the same page when it comes to this, man. And I get parents, we oh, get yeah. wrapped up in the moment, man. But you want to go watch your son or your daughter be awesome and be amazing. I don't use the word great a whole lot, but I say those two right. other words. And you want your child to be that, and if football is in that deal, you want to go sit in that stands and be that fan, like, you know, Mr. Dunlight gets to be for Carlos, or you get to see the Gwen right. family go up to Chicago, or A.J. Green goes to Cincinnati's. You know, you want to be those parents, right? Zach Bailey's family gets to go down to Tampa. Then you've got to monitor yourself. You've got to be the difference. You've got to show the example for your young athletes, because I'm just telling you, I hear languages sometimes, and it just cringe because I remember being on the football field. If we cuss, oh, man, we ran. We were a better track team sometimes than we were an actual football team just because of certain decisions <laughs> we made. <laughs> and that is absolutely true. I, I remember doing hills and doing uh, what we called the suicides, and um, we had poles. Our coach back in the day had concrete, what looks like the little parking poles that sit out in front of your local grocery store that are encased, that are wrapped in metal, but inside is concrete. My coach had those bad boys sitting about two foot apart, and you had to do your zigzags through there. And there was probably about, if I could guess, 15 to 20 of those poles lined up straight line. And I'm talking about you zigzag in and out of that thing, swinging your hips. It helped the running backs all day long, but it was just brutal. You're right. We couldn't have that type of disrespect. Sometimes you wish you could go back and just shut the social media off. But, hey, listen, that's the way you communicate. That's the way you get seen. And, hey, without that social media, where would we be? So I, I, I see it. I get it. And you're right. From a youth standpoint, it, it's a little tougher. It's a little tougher. But believe it or not, with these feeder programs in here now, Richie, that's when you're getting looked at. Don't think that you're not, they're not getting looked at at 10U or at, even at 8U, if you have that one kid that has that size, that has that ability, that has that direction, and is actually yep. being coachable, he's getting looked yeah, at. Yeah, like number at 87 8U. over there at Ashley Ridge, that 8-year-old at number oh. 87 for Ashley Ridge a couple weekends ago. Listen, that, exactly. Yeah, 80, 86 or 87, you're exactly right. But listen, Ashley Ridge as a whole, and I'm not saying this to, to knock anybody else's program. Okay, don't get me wrong. Again, this is just my opinion, the professor speaking. Ashley Ridge is uh, is a disciplined 
very disciplined program when it comes to youth football. I sat there and watched them in the beginning. I watched them after a couple of games. They, they were um, the game of the week, two weeks in a row. We saw them both times, and they were just very disciplined. They don't come in there talking. They don't come in there yamming, which I'm not saying anybody and everybody does. They come in there, they handle the business, win or lose. Richie, you saw it. They were running off and on the field, doing everything they were supposed to do, and they were still – that's when that 10-U game against North Charleston Raiders, right? You, you were there. You saw it. They were right. running off and on the field as if they had already just beat the team and it was over with. Mm. And Raiders were all the way this, coming sir. back, but they were still running off. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. So, <laughs> so we saw that a week ago over at Danny Jones, right? Right. You were on that sideline last night. That game at one right. point before they scored that last touchdown was 41-13. to 13. What did you see right. from that team on the other side? The same hustle, same, the same thing. running all the field, thing. the same grind. Same, th- same thing. Those guys kept playing as if there was another quarter left. It was the fourth right. quarter, four or five minutes left, and those guys still scored two times within those last few minutes of that fourth quarter. And you would have thought, I mean, you a couple of times, Richie, I'm not going to lie, heck, we were there since earlier, saw the whole game. I had to look back at the clock. And be like, hey, whoa, it's like, whoa, were they, well, they are kind of, yeah, y'all better be glad there wasn't another quarter. Because I, I think, I think they, they might be trying to make a little comeback here. Because 41 to 20. And they scored those last, they scored that last touchdown right there in the fourth quarter with just a few minutes left. And it, it, they never stopped. So, yes, I see it. And I know exactly where you're going at with it. From the high school all the way down to the youth, it's the same. It's the same concept. So, however they're making it happen over there, Ashley Ridge, kudos, congratulations. You get a hand clap from Southern Sports Central, from the Voice Sports, uh, everything. Kudos to you guys for doing what you got to do. And, again, that does not defame or talk about your another program is not doing it. It's just something that we saw so far in the season uh, moving forward. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot more football to be played and that you guys are going to get out there and do your thing and we cannot wait to see you. Um, Richie, I don't know if you know, but this week it is the game of the week is Low Country Golden Knights against Fort Dorchester. Um, and as of right now, per Jay Williams, which I'm pretty sure he's out there listening, um, it's a to-be-determined on location. Right now, so we we don't know the inside, we don't know the scoop because you know I, we would kind of spill it. We're in the lab, my rules, my show. I get to do what I got to do, except for curse. I don't curse, but everything else, hey, I'll put you out there. Um, we don't know where it's going to be played at, so that's kind of interesting. We do know though right. that we are up for Friday night against Goose Creek at Fort Dorchester High School this week. We got about another seven minutes. And that's what's coming up. But, hey, they played Berkeley on Monday. I tried to get Zolt. Right. Zoltan's not going to talk trash. Again, maturity level nah. is up there. I, I tried to bait him in a couple of times, but when, when I felt like he was going to bite on the hook, I kind of pulled it back. But I don't think he was going to do it anyway. He was just teasing. Um, Berkeley playing on Monday against Goose Creek. And then turn around, Ber- I mean, and then Goose Creek playing us on Friday. What do you think? in the mindset of these young men getting ready to play 
knowing that the team just played on a Monday night. You know, so I'll, I'll make it quick. I'm going to tell you this, is that I don't think Fort Rochester is thinking anything about per se that. I think they're just ready to get home. Mm-hmm. I think they're ready to get in front of their stands. They're ready to get in front of their fans. You heard Zoltan mention that a little bit about how excited mm-hmm. he was to play in front. I think the crowd's going to show up. You know, we've got the success with the TV broadcast team that we've put together, that Joe's put together with all of us. So there's that going on as well. So they've got that Hollywood feeling going around, not just because of TV. It's just that's just the expectation. That's just the environment, the atmosphere that Coach Pratt has put among these guys. Is look, you know, we're only going to beat ourselves in this game. Okay, you can go out there and do what you got to do, but if we lose, it's because we just didn't play our game, and that's just the way it's going to be. That's how I I've taken it. You know, the atmosphere is this. There's another game on the schedule. Doesn't matter whether they played on Monday night or Friday night. We know they'll be inside the fort come this Friday night. So we're going to come in here. We're going to play the game that needs to be played. You know, I'm not going to say that they're not going to have an ear on the radio over there listening to the broadcast team over there with uh, Berkeley because they do have a broadcast team that does an incredible job over there, Wayne and the guys. But, you know, they'll be listening. They'll, they'll be, of course, trying to tune in later to see some highlights and, of course, some huddle film. But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, Fort knows what Fort has to do, and I can say that being a part of the Fort fam on the broadcast team is that the job is still the job. Teams change, but the expectation doesn't. The goal doesn't, all right? And we're just heading now into week one. We can check the boxes, and I said this on social media last night. You know, win on the road, check. Win in the region, check. Win the game opener, check. Enjoy up till midnight, check. Now they're already worried about week two, so – this will be the way it's going to be until Friday, and then at midnight comes Saturday morning at 12.01, they'll start focusing on week three. So that's what champions do. That's what you see Dutch sport doing, and I think other teams around the state, and that's how they win rings, and I think that's going to be the goal and the expectation going forward. Good deal, good deal. Hey, Richie, it's definitely been a pleasure, and as always, a great conversation with you. Uh, you know, like my last few minutes, what I'm going to do is go ahead and give just my opinion. Uh, we'll put you on hold. I appreciate you calling in. The conversation is always delightful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Richie Altman. Richie, thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, and just my opinion, real quick, some of the things that we touched on today, uh, Richie definitely indulged on the conversation, and I loved it. I-, I loved it. This is what the lab is all about, getting out here and speaking your mind, not really saying it in a negative way, but just saying what you want to say, and that's fine. Social media will hurt you. Social media will hurt you. Playing time, when it comes to playing time, your child's not getting the playing time. This was supposed to be the topic of tonight. So, again, just my opinion, playing time is earned. Bottom line, you're not going to get out there the first year and be the superstar. Not every kid will. Some kids do have that talent. Some kids do have that talent where they get out there, they get the game, and they get it fast, and they hit the ground running. They do. They hit the ground running. The rest, they're not going to fall by wayside. It's just going to take them a little bit longer. That's it. We call them rookies. Okay? They're green, ladies and gentlemen. It's okay. You didn't get everything the first time you did it. And if you did, God bless you. You're probably a perfectionist by now. Because in order to do, an old old wise man said, in order for you to be a success at something, to be an expert at something, you've had to do it almost 100 million times. All right? So, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be you've done it over 100 million times, and these young kids haven't done it. Okay? 
So it's okay. Playing time is playing time. Earn it. Earn it. That's all it is. In the first year, you're not always going to get it. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. It is your guy. I am the SC Sunday Showcase host, the professor, and I'm out of the lab. Thank you all very much. Tune in next week.